This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stolen Valor. The term, used to describe imposter veterans and considered a grievous offense within the perverse American culture of military worship, appears to have its origins in a 1998 self-published book entitled Stolen Valor, How the Vietnam Generation Was Robbed of Its Heroes and Its History, by B.K. Burkett and Glenna Whitley. The book devoted a section to exposing tales of fraudulent military service, provoking an outcry among the country's elite, including future Senator Jim Webb, himself a Vietnam vet. After 9-11, as a jingoistic bloodlust gripped a nation that would quickly enter into decades-long wars in both Afghanistan and Iraq, the military became the people's most trusted institution. And in 2005, when Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn scored box office gold as the titular Come Crazy Wedding Crashers, a scene in which the duo donned fake purple hearts to woo women led to outrage, even leading to an act of Congress, the Stolen Valor Act which of course passed in 2006 and was signed into law by President George W. Bush. And then, after the Supreme Court ruled that the law banning false claims of military service was an unconstitutional violation of free speech, President Barack Obama signed the Stolen Valor Act of 2013, more narrowly outlawing financial gain from the practice. There's something perfectly American in how, given our gutted public sector and immiserated citizenry, a bipartisan consensus prioritizes criminalizing the functionally non-existent problem of fake veterans. But there's also something very American about the act of stolen valor itself. We are a culture seduced by hucksters and con artists. And that very con was slightly played to perfection by chain restaurant pioneer Colonel Harlan Sanders. Sanders himself never served in the military, going from a childhood spent in poverty directly into a dizzying string of odd jobs until finally, in 1930, coming to operate a gas station and motel in North Corbin, Kentucky. But the main attraction wasn't the fuel at the pumps, but the food in the attached cafe, where Sanders served country favorites including his signature secret recipe chicken. The restaurant's sensational success led the governor to bestow upon Sanders the honorary title of Kentucky Colonel, which he led with until his death. In the 1950s, the Colonel franchised his breaded bird concept, and his chain would grow into the biggest fried chicken restaurant in the U.S., Sanders himself becoming a late-in-life celebrity as a white-suited and white-coiffed walking cartoon, still a widely recognized icon 40 years after his death. And while the colonel never fought in any actual wars, no individual earned a higher rank in the fast food wars. This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to KFC. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Chu Ferrigno, the Spoon mm. Man, a.k.a. Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. Like Lou Ferrigno. But Chu Ex- Ferrigno. But Chu Ferrigno. Courtesy of Sam in Los Angeles, RoastSpoonMan at gmail.com. Mitch, what a Ooh, lovely LA. moment. I could, well, I'm just saying, with LA, I can, 
I can uh, hunt him down and kick his ass. <laughs> You're never Go coming on, back. Go on, Wags. Um, a lovely moment at the top of this record. Just before mm-hmm. we started, you said, I don't know if you heard it. Uh, you heard her coming down the stairs or you just had a premonition. But you were like, mm-hmm. my mom's bringing me a tuna fish sandwich right now. And yes. then she very politely peeked open the door behind you and handed you a tuna fish sandwich on a plate, which I assume you're going to be munching on throughout this record. It's going to be tricky, but I'm going to try to eat it. Yes, okay. you, I like that you had to use peek in there, which everyone will like. Uh, <laughs> she did. She, 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 we were, she's helped me work on an audition all this morning. And then before the show, there was an issue with the cardboard. She's dropping cardboard off at this place. We have a bunch of cardboard from because uh, a lot of shopping has been done online during right. the pandemic, unfortunately. And so so I had to put it, but then she was like, but there can be no garbage in the in the cardboard. And I was like, you put garbage in the cardboard. And then it was a big thing. And I had to get all the garbage out of the cardboard and then put it in her car. And then You're making your mom was, sound like Livia Soprano. <laughs> she's a nice lady. <laughs> she's Adam Sandler's impression of a mom is what I make her sound like. <laughs> uh Wags. Uh Denny's update. Have you gotten a refund? Um, no, I have not. But <laughs> and look, you're never going to, but we got some news mm. that I'm gonna I'm gonna spill right now. Wow. Are you worried about jinxing it? I'll just before you say anything, you're worried about I mean, jinxing it. It may be jinxed, but that's okay. okay. Uh, one of our big fights, the thing that you that I was upset about you for, rightfully so, which I think you've kind of gone back on. You don't say that. You kind of were like it was it was fine, but you were wrong. It, it was bad. You did a I bad apo- thing. I apologized. All You're right. right. Was Good Morning America? That's right. Nick, the Doughboys will be making our appearance on Good Morning America in the in the upcoming weeks. In about two weeks is we the plan. Have this, we have this scheduled. We'll see if it comes through. Hopefully, we're not jinxing it by saying it here on the podcast. <laughs> So this is the Good Morning America. We're gonna we're gonna be a, hopefully be in a segment. I won't say what it's about, but we'll be in yeah. a segment on Good Morning America, and so we can bring this my grudge against you to a close. I guess. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> famously, famously a man who does not hold a grudge. So let's bygones be bygones. I'll never well, hear from this again afterward. Um, and this is the Good Morning America experience that you wanted. We don't get to fly out first class or stay in a hotel and get to be in a big city. We can do it right from our living rooms. That's right. Are you happy? We'll be safely zooming in. I'm happy. It's going to be good. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully it all works out. It'll be exciting. All right. Anyways, uh, here's a little drop, Wags. And howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Thank you. My my mom just brought me a tuna fish sandwich. Thank you, Mom. That's nice. What can I say except... You're welcome. For the tuna fish sandwich. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. You're welcome. It was very, very good. It was very nice of my mom. But she will get yelled at later for interrupting uh, the show with a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, wow. Gracie Films post roll <laughs> wow. there. Wow, that is... That's crazy. I mean, I'm yeah. still. I actually took a bite of a tuna fish sandwich while this was happening. And you don't pre-screen um, these. You just play no. them blind. So I play these blind for real. Wow. I never pre-screen them. I'm very lazy. Hello, Mr. Slice. I almost didn't catch your mom say you're welcome on mic after she brought you the tuna fish sandwich during the Five Guys episode. 
I immediately thought of this song and how and how you once described the then 16-year-old voice actor of Moana as ravishing. So here you go. What the fuck? <laughs> I almost forgot. You're welcome. Casey Casey from Minneapolis. Thank you, Casey. I think. Oh boy. All right, let's introduce our guests cuz we've wasted too much time. Oh, we wasted way too much of their time, but we're happy to have them. Our guests host the podcast True Crime and Cocktails. Lauren Ash, Christy Oxborough are here. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hi. Thanks for being here. I hope <laughs> you don't you mind both. that I'm leaning out of my Zoom picture to take bites of a tuna fish sandwich. It I'm makes, living for it. Yeah, it makes me feel more comfortable, to be honest with you. So I, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm very, very, very excited to have you both here. Uh, now, you are, uh, Christy, you're currently in Canada, but you were both originally from Canada. Yeah, I've never left Canada as far as like living situations right. go. I, I'm not sheltered. I have left the country otherwise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, both born in Ontario and then I have slowly moved across the province and, or across the country and now I'm living in Saskatchewan. Wow. Uh, now, I yeah. mentioned this before, before we were, while we we're waiting for Mitch to join the record. Um, uh, and, uh, but we, the Doughboys have actually been to Saskatoon. We've been to Saskatchewan. We did a show, uh, called, uh, as part of the Winterruption Festival in January in years past. January in Saskatoon. Had what, a lovely time. What a choice to make there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also assume you had like some sort of Saskatoon berry while you were there. Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you kind of have to. You gotta. Mm-hmm. think, right? Yeah. It's the thing. But, but Saskatchewan in the heart of winter is 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 not for the faint of heart. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the it, coldest weather I've ever experienced. And I'm I grew up yeah. in Southern California, so it's it's all foreign to me. It's oh, like when yeah. It's yeah. like it's like when the Terminator two when when the when when the T two what what would that Terminator be, Wagger? The the T one thousand? The T one thousand. Yes. When the T one thousand gets frozen. You know, he breaks he gets, into all the pieces. Yeah, he breaks into all the pieces. That kind of that, like what he looks like when he's frozen, is what Saskatoon just looks like <laughs> all over. It. When you and remember just yeah. looking out our hotel window wagger, and it was like it just looks fucking fro. It looks just like yeah. a frozen mess out there. Just fucking it is frozen. bleak. Yeah. It's bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, having lived in in L.A. for quite some time now, uh, I usually when I go home to visit Christy or go to Christy's home rather. Uh, it's usually around Christmas, which mm. I realized after a couple of years, I was like, this is, we've got to pick another time of year because this is not the time <laughs> to be rolling in. Uh, and, but what's hilarious is, is that she always meets me at the airport because, you know, bless. And, but she'll be like, you know, it's like minus 40. She's got open jacket. You know what wow. I mean? Like no hat. Like you wow. get used to it when you live there. Right. And then meanwhile, yeah. my blood has thinned. Since living in California. So she'll yeah. meet me with like hats and scarves and mittens because I've turned into such a wimp. We well, I, why we 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 were at that airport airport and it's a little, you know, like uh you can I feel, I feel like it's very flat around there, right? You can see for a yes. while. And then yeah. I got off and it was freezing and I turned around and Weiger was gone. Right. <laughs> I got you detained were, for you a got bit. got detained. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I had some prescription medication, and it was a whole it was a whole ordeal because they didn't bring the prescription with me. It worked out. They let me go. Sure, you did. <laughs> Canada's no joke about that stuff, though. Yeah. Like they're they're pretty strict. You got a DUI, you can't get into Canada. Wow, I didn't know wow. that. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised I let you in, Wags. <laughs> I don't have a DUI. <laughs> 
It makes it trouble for traveling rock bands, is the point. Like a lot of rock oh, bands like have sure, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we the were, drugs and the booze. Right. You know. I, I I like the snow. I liked I, I honestly think I could live in snow year round. What do you think of that? I feel like you could. No. <laughs> Just straight up no. No. As somebody as somebody who lives through this brutalness for like six months a year, I, mm. I would give anything to go to wow. no snow at all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm, That's I'm my lifestyle. In, I'm back in Boston. I like winters in Boston, but that is more, you know. December, January, February, and then March, maybe. You know, right. uh, it's not too too crazy. It's not like yeah, up there you got half the year at least is is snowy. Which yeah, how how? But the summers must be beautiful, right? You would think. Um, <laughs> I think we get maybe like a week where it's like, oh, this is perfect weather, and then it's like, well, now it's way too hot, and it's like things are melting outside, and it's too much. Oh, so. Man. Yeah, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. Canada, lovely. Saskatchewan, of course it's great. But my God, it's just, it's not for the faint of heart. And uh, (laughs) she may have said that I'm brave for being in this weather, but I am really, truly a wimp. Wow. So it's like, oh, school buses aren't running today because it's so cold. Well, maybe they'll just stay home so that I don't have to actually leave the house to take my kids to school. (laughs) I think that's fair. Yeah, but then my husband is like, oh, hell no, they're not staying home all day. I'll take them. And he'll take them to school because we can't stand it. But yeah, it's If it's it's too cold for a large vehicle, I'd say it's too cold for a human. I think that that's time to hibernate. Yeah. But that's my two follows. Yeah. There's, oh, there's a lot of questionable uh, school decisions that have been happening, but. Mm, Yeah. None of those in the U.S. (laughs) we're doing great down here you guys are doing right? yeah we're doing great, doing great. Yeah. i mean really in the end i can't complain but it's just a no. people people would riot if they got if they lost their free babysitter is essentially right. how it comes huh. down yeah 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 that's just how it comes down i do not see teachers as just a babysitter i would like to say that i think they have the toughest job in the world but around here it's like oh you can't take my babysitter away yeah so the government will leave the schools open regardless. So. I was going to say they because I, I as an, as a grown man, it's strange to say that I love snow days, even though I still do love snow days. Like I like to see that school got canceled. I think it's fun still. Oh, uh, absolutely. But in Canada, it must not happen as much. They're just so used to it, right? Like in right. Boston, it does happen every so often. It's obviously got over the you know since I was a kid, they do a better job now. It has to be pretty extreme ago. for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 In L.A. County, it's so idyllic that growing up, uh, we closed school a couple of times for rain. Dear God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I loved, one of the things I loved when I first moved to L.A. coming from mm-hmm. Canada was like, you know, it never rains here. And so the first thing is, and being from the East Coast too, Mitch, I'm sure that you maybe experience this too. It's like, at first you feel all this pressure that it's like, it's sunny. I have to go out and do something. Because back home, it's like, if it's a sunny day, you have to make the most of it because you don't get that many. Here, mm-hmm. you start to learn very quickly that it's like, no, no, it's sunny every day. And then mm-hmm. it's the news reports about the rain. They make me laugh so hard where it's like, we are predicting at least three quarters of an inch of rain. And I'm like, that is adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. I have driven in like three feet of snow. Like, it's just, it's so mm-hmm. cute to me that it's it just cripples people down here. But, but no, I will yeah. say, also, it is terrifying because people panic i find yes. in the rain and so i i do i do agree stay off the roads in LA 100 yeah. that is a sad thing with la that i'm like 
it will be like a like what people will consider a beautiful day and i'll just fucking be inside with the ac on being like like treating it like a winter day or whatever yep. like i i won't i won't do anything i mean that's just you got to do that cuz sometimes you just want to lay around inside why right. it's not weird I no say it was i agree weird. I mean, sometimes that's how I want to live my life all the time. Yes, (laughs) this is what I'm trying to get to. Yes, let's get let's get honest about that. If I had my way, it could be the perfect weather outside, and I'll only know because my phone tells me because my (laughs) house is on that couch. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So now you understand why I would be okay with snow year round because I would just stay inside in the snow. It would be nice to look out the window and see the snow and just be sitting on a couch with a fire going. It would be great. So essentially, you just want like a painting of an outside landscape of snow. You know and what? That would be enough for you. <laughs> now that you say it, if if there, you know, if there was a realistic enough painting uh, that looks like the outdoors, I would replace my windows with that. I think that's fine. When I was a young boy, nice. I, I drew a, I drew a. Um, I drew like an idea of what I wanted my room. My dad had like a, a small like office, but like it was basically just his closet. And I, I wanted to take over that room and like design it in my own way. And I remember drawing a bunch of different things. One, I put like beads in front of the bed. I remember I was going to have like the, the, the bed be like in the closet and then have like beads. So you'd enter through beads. I was like 12 years old. It's very strange. <laughs> wow. It wasn't it wasn't like a sexual thing. Um <laughs> It was I not sexual think at it all. Was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just as a 12 year old who's going to like get behind the beans and masturbate, I guess that isn't the only way that it would be at all Christ. sexual. And then the other thing is that I had, I want a lot of privacy. Th- <laughs> if that's your plan. Well, you'd hear someone coming though. The beads make a noise. You know that's what I true. mean? It was a, it, that, was a, that was a security system you were installing. That's all. Basically. And then I wanted fish tank windows. I, like, I, I, I had. I wish I wish I could find this drawing of it. I wanted like a fish tank windows where like fish would be in the window. I think that it just wouldn't work. I think that they would like die or especially with the cold, I don't think it would work. You mean like the like there's fish and then there's there's transparent glass on the other side so you can see the outside through the fish tank? Is that what you're envisioning? Wags, you got it. That's what I wanted. I wanted mm. I wanted fish tank windows and to put I mean like just impossible. I feel like it'd be hard to regulate the temperature. Because yeah. I think those I, tanks would just, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when the sun hits them. Yeah, no shit. I, you, <laughs> He's not an architect. I didn't know that. I was 12 just, years old. Just what saying, the your, hell logic you is a, about? your logic as a seventh grader was a little strained. <laughs> seventh grade, I was 12? I thought I was like- I think fi- so. I was like in fifth grade. So I would say like maybe 11. Okay. 11 I think it's very creative. Thank yeah, you. It's creative. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you very you're already much. thinking bead curtains. Like, come on, that's like some like tenth grade <laughs> l- mental levels. Like, come on. Um, I do want to talk. I do want to shift topics a little bit because we're talking cold weather, and we've you know the Doughboys have been up in Canada a few times. Uh, when it gets real cold, what are the things you like to to munch on? What are the things you like to sip on? Wow. Oh, soups! Oh. I'm such a soup <laughs> fan. Yeah, I, I wow. have like. I remember earnestly once ordering a lobster bisque. This is this is ridiculous. It was one o'clock in the morning at Disneyland, <laughs> and a friend of mine and I had gotten a hotel room, and it, we ordered room service literally at one a.m. The lobster bisque comes up piping hot, 
And I literally, in earnest, took a sip and just went, oh, I love soup. And that really, <laughs> first of all, was true. Second of all, we laughed so hard. And to this day, she gets me things that like have that kind of messaging on it. A lot of soup forward messaging. Um, <laughs> but I think when I really kind of try and break down the psychology of it, I think it, at the end of it, it, at the root of it, it is just my love of sauces. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and a soup feels like a socially acceptable way to eat a bowl of sauce, if I'm being honest. Right. I, hey, I'm, there's a great. Greek salad place here, I've, and I've told Nick this. It's called Nick's, Nick. Yes. Oh. Um. It's 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 a pizza place called Nick. Uh. Good guy though, not like this Nick. And uh, he <laughs> he makes the best Greek salad. And when I'm done with it, it comes in like a like a it comes in a like a aluminum uh little bin. I guess I can't. I, I'm doing bad with words here today. Uh. But. I would. I'll drink. I I will oh. want to drink the dressing. Yeah. I want to. I will want oh, yeah. to. And I'm not like a big. I'm not a big dressing drinker. I'm not. A, I'm not a guy who drinks dressings all the time. But I. Right. That is the one where the dressing is so good. I just want to. I want to sip it down. I want. I need to drink it. Do you guys? I, I want you to know that you're in a safe space with the two of us, at least, um, yes. about anything. And I've drank dressing. I've drank. Okay. Sauce. Right, I, I'm not ashamed of it anymore. Like it just is what it is. <laughs> You know, you know, it just is what it is. Like, <laughs> wait, drink, drink dressing yeah. in what way? Like, we're like straight from the bottle, or just like I a have. little cup? I wow, have. <laughs> what dressing? I, have. I there's so many, there's wow. so many. But you know, <laughs> again, again, um, look, again, we're just getting it. We're putting it out there early in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're gonna get into like eating habits, you opened the door, and I'm gonna walk through it. Yeah, uh, to me again, like a sauce that is that is just decadence. And I remember once when I was trying to very, I failed, but for a time I was trying to do like an Atkins diet back in the day, and mm. I would get, I would just hoard like pizza dipping sauces. So yeah. and then I would eat them with a spoon, like a savory pudding. And then I was oh, like, wow. how is this? How is this really? When you think about it, how is this so much worse than eating right. the sweet pudding? It's kind of the same concept. <laughs> I I, yeah. like, I, sal I salute you for this admission. I think that this is great. <laughs> I think it's I think it's dynamite. I like that we're just like separating that uh, beaded curtain and coming forward and admitting our shames <laughs> of different sauces. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Like I feel like I can't just say like, oh, cold weather. Oh, I I love a hot chocolate, but I will never stop with a Slurpee. The colder oh, yeah. the day the more that I want it. Wow. Interesting. I have this, I have this thought and I, one of the, we have two locations in town um, to get them. And one of them has let me down time and time again. I like, I like them so thick that you have to take a break sometimes so that it can, <laughs> so that you're not just like having like shuffling snow in your cup. Right. But I like them really thick. And one of the ones here in town, just like it runs and it's really runny and I don't care for it. So yeah. I, I have turned to my husband and be like, we need to go to the other one <laughs> because it's not up to my, uh, what I need up, up to my standards. What flavor slurp are you going with? Oh, see, I, I like, I like a lime, but I have become like a Coke or Pepsi. Yes. And if I can just do like mm. three quarters of the way with like a Coke, Pepsi, and then the rest of it with a lime, ooh, that's wow. a chef's kiss right there. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. It it always I'm, it always bums me out that when when you like I've moved in the past and then you like move to like near a bad Seven Eleven like you're oh, like oh this is yeah. now I have a bad Seven Eleven that's like this is my Seven Eleven and this is what I got to deal with but it's fucking a bad one it sucks when you get a bad one 
We yeah, were walking I distance agree. for a while of a good McDonald's, and it was heaven. Wow. Like, it was just, it was, like, within, it was, it was basic, functionally basically on our block. It was that close. Like, you could get Man. there in under a five-minute walk, and it was great. And it's and it's not, it was, like, the best McDonald's in the city of Santa Monica. It was delightful. Mike's Breaking oh. Chews, mm-hmm. this is old, old Breaking Chews, but High C Orange back at McDonald's. Very exciting. That's right. Very exciting. Wow. Great beverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I is. back on Slurpees. I, I've told this on the pod before, but while we're uh, while we're admitting our food shames, uh, for a time in the early days when uh, when my wife and I were dating, we were going to get a Coke Slurpee every day. And I'm not talking like the 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 slender cup. I'm talking like the big boy, like the 28 ounce, 32 yeah. ounce Slurpee every single day. Like we were getting coffee. It was just like part of our routine. And then I was putting on some weight, and I was like, "What? Like, what are we? How much?" Uh, like how much sugar is in one of these like Coke Slurpees? Oh, these twenty, uh, I was having like seven hundred <laughs> calories of sugar, of liquid sugar mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, yeah, it adds up. It really adds up. It really does. You were yeah. cooler back then. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also just say very quickly? I was like, I just realized like he asked us what we like to eat when it's cold, and I immediately went to what's shameful for me, and I don't want to get into the psychology of it. <laughs> But I am just realizing, like, wow, you really were very quick to just share shame. Anyway, yes, back to the sh- back to the sugar shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no shame about it, and I love yeah. that. Listen, right. there's no shame needed. No shame I know needed. what I I know what I like, and uh, I go for it. And again, uh, like you said, I mean, people go and get a coffee every day. I'm not a coffee fan, mm-hmm. so if I want to go do that every day, which I don't, which is a shame. But um, if I want to go do that, like we we recorded like a lot of episodes and stuff yesterday and I had to take a break partway through and get myself a drink just to like ease into it, you know, just to right. feel, feel human again. And that's, that's my caffeine. That's, if I could have one daily, I would. And who that's does yeah. the slender cups? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do it like, a, I, try, I do a diet. Well, since I've been back in Boston, I do it one diet polar orange dry per day, basically. But that's my – I don't drink coffee either. That's my little drink that I like to do. I sometimes – like back in L.A., I'll do a Diet Coke every day. I know mm-hmm. they're not good for you, but neither is a cup of coffee with sugar and cream in there either. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. it's and this is the thing. People get into the carcinogens, and it's like everything. It's in everything. It's in like, everything. We're all on borrowed time. You know, eat the brie. Eat yeah. the brie. Drink yeah. the Slurpee. It's – come on. Now, yeah. is it messed up that I kind of go looking for carcinogens and try to ingest them? Yes, that is strange. <laughs> that, the fact that that's your secret food shame, that you'll only eat things that you know are carcinogenic, that is something else. But I am a carcinogenic yeah. heavy diet, which is maybe not a great thing. It's mostly cigarette butts and <laughs> I was going to say that. When, when I when when you you were saying that you that you would eat sauce for me. Back when I was a boy, when we, when we would finish like a pasta dinner, like I felt like it wasn't finished until you got took bread and you got all the sauce out you of gotta it. You got to dip. You got to dip the bread. You got to clean like a. I mean, there. This is an issue of like cleaning your plate, and and you know some of my weight issues probably come from this thing of like you need to clean your plate and have sure supper. that was a part of it. Piece of bread, Ugh. you get all the sauce off the plate, and 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 you and you finish the meal off. I'm not sure if that's a. Like I didn't want to see sauce going down the drain, so I say you eating the sauces it makes way more sense than it going down the drain. You know what I right. mean? 
Totally. And I feel the same way. And if I see a plate, if you if you've been at a dinner and you see, you know, the plate at the end of something where it's very like a like a saucy kind of meal and my plate is always clean, but same kind of thing. I've I've yeah. sopped it up. I've done something. I've gotten rid of it. If I see someone's plate and there's a lot of sauce on there, truth, truth moment, I do judge. I do yeah. judge. I'm like, what? Because to me, I'm like, what, what, what is that about? Are you embarrassed to eat the sauce? Are you just being wasteful to your point? You know, I, I think it, I think it, I'm just being honest. More than judge, this may, this may, this may seem extreme, but I'm like, if I see someone with sauce on their plate, I'm like, finish that fucking sauce. And I like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we'll grab their heads and put it sure. down into the sauce. This has created some incidents at Buca de Beppo. Um, <laughs> A lot of children have had a, a lot of growing up to do there. I get it's it. Most, I, get it. I will say it's mostly kids. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. Uh, yeah. Same thing. I. 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 I eat my sauce. I clean my plate. I, I. Like. I had the same thing growing up. Of like. Yeah. You have to finish your plate. It's wasteful not to. Uh. I always take leftovers from a restaurant and I always eat them. Like it's just like I can't. Like it's just. And and Allie's the same way. We have the same psychology that was ingrained uh, in us from our parents. Wags is known as the Buca de Beppo bandit because he'll go around from plate to plate, steal your sauce. He'll suck it right <laughs> off your plate. Okay. Now, yeah. I will say, and I mean this with nothing but love, but I have always, and I don't know if I've ever said this out loud or if it's just always in my head, I've always considered Lauren to be my favorite raccoon in the world because if I have anything on my plate that I haven't finished, she'll just lean over and go, you uh, are you gonna do that? And if I say no, she's like, "I'll give it a home." Like us drunkenly in a hotel in Vancouver eating McDonald's. That's good. And I was like, "I I I want two double quarter pounders, which is insane." But let's not even talk about that. And then I was like, "I'm not gonna do the bottom bun on the second one because that's my health. That's where I'm cutting the health level, right?" So I'm like, "I'm not gonna do this bottom bun." She's like, "You just gonna like leave it there?" She's buns are good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now I think also to be fair, I think to be fair. Yeah. What am I talking about? I I not yes, I did this. Um but I think I also yeah. dipped that bun in a sweet and sour sauce if I remember. Wow, of course you did. Yeah. Cuz you had a little Pro leftover move. from a the little. nuggets you were eating. Yeah. But again, I'm not that shaming rules. you for eating that. I had no. two double quarter pounders because that was <laughs> what I was feeling that day. I mean Listen. It's, a great it's too much it is. meat. It's too much meat. Nah, let, let, let me ask you this. I, I I am curious about the decision to to go open faced, but to omit the bottom bun. Mm. Seems yeah. a little tougher to eat. Well, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking really. Again, I was not sober in any way. Ah, yeah. okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there was just something about like I I think if you don't have the top bun, then you're gonna have the cheese that gets up in your teeth and the roof of your mouth, and it's like I don't want to feel that. Makes that makes sense. So the bun is like the buffer. That will stop that from happening. Whereas the bottom bun, if you just gently hold on to that beef fatty at the bottom, bottom, it's almost not necessary. But it's amazing to uh, know that it was like a snack for my best friend. You know, it was. It fed us both. Wow, Lauren, I got, I got, I got to say that you were. I've, I dubbed my sister this, but, but this is it's in the food world, in the meal world. You're you're the uh, what uh, people will call the closer, like like in baseball, <laughs> when a close when the when you yeah. call the closer and to close off the game. That's what I would say to my sister because she would always 
if there were bites left, she would come in and she would close it out, which there, look for with me, there usually wasn't, but if my mom or something, or my dad had anything left on the plate, my sister would come in and she'd close it out. She'd close the game out, which is great. That's it's it. an important part of, it's an important part of a party of, of friends of eating. You need, you need closers. Why? You gotta, it's you the gotta. true MVP of the team. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no baseball team's going to win without a great closer. So you're I, right. I, you're I respect right. every closer. I, I I I will I'll close out a lot of meals for my friends too. It's it's yeah. yeah. You, you can't, it's it's look. I know that it's there's some issues our, our, our tied group of friends. It. There's not a, not a lot of closing yeah, to be that's done. Also, that's <laughs> also <laughs> true. Yeah, it's also rare for us. But again, you know, I mean, it's rare for there to be a discarded half bun. To be honest, but I jumped at it. Is the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Weiger will go out with our friends and. There will. I feel like when the meal is over, plates will be missing a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you touch on McDonald's, and I am curious because there are a lot of American chains that are up in Canada. They're north of the border, and yeah. they, there are some differences, some profound differences in the case of, for instance, A and W, which now has completely separate ownership, and A and W Canada. <laughs> Is just uh, I I that, that, I'm over the moon with A and W Canada. I think that I think yeah. it's fantastic. But are yeah. there any American chains in Canada that you, that have um, uh, uh, that have any differences that you've noticed versus the American outlets? I well, I learned for my and I can I still love saying this for researching for this episode. Wow, <laughs> um, KFC is hugely different, hugely yeah. in Canada and oh, the wow. states. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I think it's more delicious up here. I agree. I agree. Mm. That would check, um, honestly. That's, that is good to know because I, yeah. well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, yeah. yeah. And like, my, there my, are my, basic things, like you can't get mashed potatoes as a side up here. Wow, wow. At well, KFC. That, that is, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it is like crazy. it's a weird, like you can get the bowls that have mashed potatoes in them, but unless you get that without all of the toppings, you can't get just mashed potatoes. And then you're That's left with fries, and I'm going to tell you the fries up here lackluster. Mm, well, listen, wow. yeah, I I feel like we're going to get into all of that because I can't wait. But the other thing, yeah. the, the one other thing I have to mention because people ask this all the time, the one big difference between Canadian and American chains is Taco Bell. Taco Bell in Canada, from its inception, had mm. fries supreme, which is French yeah. fries dressed like nachos, and they. Never had them here until a couple of years ago. They did something kind of the same, but it wasn't, it just wasn't as good. It wasn't the full thing. And for me, when I first came here, I was shocked that I, I first moved to Chicago and I was like, what do you mean in, in Chicago? I can't get fries <laughs> supreme. Like this is, this is in your wheelhouse guys. Yes. Um, and yeah. so that was a huge difference that always shocked me. I couldn't believe that Taco Bell down here because French fries are such an easy thing, but I guess maybe they just didn't want to have fryers in their locations or something. I don't know. Um, but again, Chicago- and I know they've done fries more recently, but that's it's just not yeah. the same. Not the same. Not yeah, not at all. No. Chicago, a place where you can get a chocolate ch- a chocolate cake milkshake, you can't get fries at Taco Bell. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> right? It doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem right. Yeah. yeah. Chicago is Chicago is a, is a sort of food heaven. It is crazy that you can just anything you want like the just ideas that you would never think about in the food world i mean or like or just like when you were drunk or whatever like the things that like most people think are gross are just so common in chicago and a chocolate cake shake wags you tried it it's fantastic delightful fantastic food city yeah. um, it is uh, it's it's maybe it's one of it's maybe the i give shit i mean like we give some shit to deep dish pizza but chicago might be it might be the best food american food city right 
Well, I think it's in the conversation. I mean, LA's yeah. no slouch, New York no slouch. There's a lot, of, you know, in addition to the indulgent fare, which is what people think of with Chicago, but there's also like, I've had great Vietnamese food there. I've had yeah. great birria there. Like they just have, you know, they're just running the gamut in terms of of uh, of cuisine they got on on all price points. Um, but uh, we're talking chicken today. And before we get into this week's chain, um, and I, I should note again that that this is this year I'm vegetarian. No meat shall I eat. And chicken is what I've missed the most. It's wow. it's like it's really it's when we're, we've covered these chicken chains. It's what I've craved the most uh, 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 of all my of all the meat emissions. It's just like that's that's the most glaring. But I did want to talk about something that is adjacent to ki- to uh, to chicken and to true crime, oh. which is maybe something you, you've covered on your podcast. But the Zanku Chicken Murders. Wow. So Zanku Chicken, which is a local chain here in the LA area. Which I um, love, by the way. It's delightful. Oh, oh my it's God, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Man, I was reading about these and I was like, I really want some Zanku Chicken. <laughs> I just, I, especially not being able to have it for an entire calendar oh, year. It's yeah. so good. It is just delightful. Yeah. Um, great bird. Uh, but so here's, I'll read this from Wikipedia. Uh, on January 14th, 2003, after a heated argument, Zanku chicken owner Madiros Iskandarian uh, shot and killed his sister, uh, Zovig Marjik. I should have pre-screened these names so I knew how to pronounce them. And his mother, Margaret Iskandarian. He then took his own life in a double murder-suicide. Iskandarian was in the late stages of colon and brain cancer, which is believed to have had an effect on his mental fa- mental faculties. The repercussions of this event and the lasting division of the brand uh, into two family factions impeded the continuing growth of the business despite the restaurant's popularity. So just a really, really grim... So you were reading all that and you were thinking about how you wanted chicken? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Okay, sure. <laughs> I Maybe get it. It feels like I a pretty it. like straight narrow road to go down yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you just ignore all murder when you're eating meat you just (laughs) you just go for it yeah oh yeah it's oh that's so sad is his brain had turned against him and i I was just like that doesn't mean that the chain was going to close did it (laughs) (laughs) we're still going to get this product in the near future right like this isn't going to change anything for us right (laughs) no yeah this was this was 17 years ago so the chain has continued to thrive uh in the aftermath but yeah really really uh Really grim fate for a couple of the uh, the that big figures in the Zanku chicken ago. family. Oh, man, just a, just a, a couple years before I moved to LA. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is that is that to me is like when you talk about In and Out Burger, Zanku is is like a that's like the an LA that's an LA institution. I feel like yes. that's like one of the the local places that you should try. A lot oh, of people yeah. don't try. My mom and sister still make fun of me for the time I took him to Zanku. I took no. him to Zanku. My mom and dad, my mom, my dad, my sister, I brought them all to Zanku and they're like, what is this place? Because if you go into a Zanku, it looks like a like generic restaurant from the 80s. Like it's it's yeah. it's like they're very yeah. they're very old. And then like and then it's like shawarma, which I feel like they'd never tried before. So my mom and sister thought it was like crazy. My dad was a little more into it, but my mom and sister still will be like, I can't believe remember the time you tried to make us taste shawarma. They always say that all the time. <laughs> Well, that I'm was like, like when I when I tried to get my mom to eat Thai food. That was fun. Uh, this was years yeah. ago, and and my favorite moment of all, I was like, let's get some Thai food. I was trying to like you know open her, her you know her mind, and and mm. her response was, I don't like curry, and I was like, okay, well um, that that should be all right. <laughs> we can find some options that are curry free, and she got her dish, which was like a cashew chicken, very simple, 
and mm-hmm. she tasted it, and she went, it's just normal. <laughs> it's just normal. And I know to some that that might sound like problematic. It, she did not mean it in that way at all. I think she right. just, we grew up in a very small town where, you know, we didn't have sushi growing up. We didn't have anything. All we had was like, you know, a Chinese buffet and pizza and burgers. And that was basically it. So this was a huge swing for her. And and listen, I feel like I succeeded that day. Yeah, you, you, you definitely did. And I think that that is like a... That that's a thing that I think some people who are born in like the '90s or something uh, sometimes they don't get that thing of like, oh, when you know Italian food was was considered kind of like a specialty and weird back like in the 1950s yes. and 60s, you know? What oh I mean? yeah. Like, and so just in in my 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 city the same the same way we had Chinese food and Italian and that was kind of like the only other foods from other cultures that we even had and then. Mexican food, but Mexican food felt so foreign. When I went to a Mexican food restaurant, it was it was like, I don't know what I'm eating. This is crazy. When I was just a kid, you know, it was like yeah. eleven or twelve. It's and now it just, like another national cuisine in the U.S., oh, but it didn't used to be everywhere. It used to just be like in California and Texas. Yeah, and you I mean, and and when you when you don't know food like that, you don't get you don't get it. And, right. and I'm sure that it's still that way for a lot of people. Oh yeah, in America, you know what I mean. I I feel like just the, and and even still here, it's gotten better here. But growing up, it was just only Chinese food, and now we have Thai food and Japanese food and a lot of other different types of Asian food. But it's same, same thing, same, same exact thing. Yeah. But something that everyone knows, perhaps across all of North America, That's is right. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, founded as Sanders Court and Cafe in 1930 by Colonel Harlan Sanders. We should note this is stolen valor. He was never in the military. Uh, it's just an honorific. Um, and uh, there are over 22,000 locations worldwide for KFC, one of the largest American by the way, restaurants just, in the world. I just want people to know that I'm going by uh, Colonel Spoonman or Colonel Slice from here on out. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're going to get busted. A veterans yeah. org is going to confront you with a, with a phone video. How dare you, sir? And I'll say, well, how dare you? I served in the Tomorrow War, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's get into KFC. Uh, going in, Christy, you mentioned some some differences with KFC Canada, and uh, you, you both, uh, I assume, are familiar with this. Um, but uh, going in, what were each of your uh, biases toward this chain? What were your thoughts before we uh, you had this meal? I mean, I went in hot. I was so excited <laughs> to be told, like, do you want to eat some KFC and talk about it? And I had a tab open on my browser for weeks with the menu (laughs) so I could go over it. And then I would like list things off to my husband, like all seductively, like, what do you think we're going to, are we going to do that? And he's just like, whatever you want, weirdo. Like he's just like, he's used to it. Um, I was also very excited because I did uh, rewatch a recipe for seduction starring Mario Lopez as a friend Sanders. Yes. uh, Because it felt right. Uh, and like KFC was like the fancy thing you had when you were a kid, like every once in For a while us, you have yeah. like, you get like some, you know, maybe once a week or every other week you get like a McDonald's or pizza or something. But then every once in a while, dad's feeling it and you go for that little extra cash and you go KFC and that chicken is something I dream about Wow, all the time. And then my <laughs> oldest had a birthday within the last month. And he was like, I want KFC. I want that. And we were like, yes, yes. (laughs) And my husband's like, oh, so you're just going to eat it now instead of uh, in in advance of the podcast. And I was like, no, 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 we're going to eat it. (laughs) 
again, closer to the podcast when I'm researching. But like when it's when it's birthday chicken, you just go for it. And birthday the bir- chicken. <laughs> yeah. Birthday chicken is a great term. I yes, love birthday but chicken. Like, birthday chicken was really disappointing. Like the coating mm. was weird and we mm. were really sad about it. But then when we got it like weeks later, and I'm glad we did because I properly researched, it it was so much better than it was wow. weeks before. So it feels like ours, our location feels very hit or miss, which yeah. is really disappointing. You want something that's going to be solid every time you go. 100%. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say just very quickly, it, it was definitely a special occasion in our family. Like this was a very rare occasion that there was a bucket of KFC. And what was interesting for me personally was I would get very excited because it was like, oh my gosh, there's a bucket of chicken. This is so great. But I never really liked it. <laughs> mm. So I don't love eating meat off of bones in general. I was a vegetarian yeah. for a, a, like a nine-year period in my life. Um, I'm out of that now. But I, I, as a kid, I loved the coating. I loved the skin. And I would pick a little yeah. bit. But I just didn't, I don't love the like uh, concept in general of, of, of fried chicken. But I will say that my memory of of the, the chicken as a child, of the coating, it was Mm-hmm. Really a ten out of ten, and then they brought in the um, extra tasty crispy yes. uh, in Canada, and it was great too. I loved the both of them. Again, I wouldn't really, and they didn't have a lot of boneless options again that I remember as a kid. But I also haven't eaten it at this point before this research, which again I was also very excited about. Uh, I had never, I'd only eaten it once in America. I had a double down sandwich in Chicago <laughs> when they first came out because you have to, you yeah. got to try it. They've made fried chicken as I buns. S- you That's know. my great shame. I've never had a double down sandwich. It was <gasps> great. Mitch, you absolutely yeah. missed out. Yeah. I wish I could tell I you mean, otherwise. For me, I just, you'll love this. I found it a little dry. I wanted a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted a they dipper, thought, you know? They thought the cheese was going to be enough. And it it's wasn't like, enough. between two thick chickens? Come yeah, on. Yeah, the chicken yeah. was thick. Come on. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, and then prior to that, as I, I feel like I haven't had KFC in maybe like 20 years in Canada. So I was very excited to get this, you know, this uh, up-to-date refresher moment in America and kind of make the comparison. Wow. Um, well, let's get well, let's get into well, it. I'm I'm sad that to make that American comparison because I think that things have maybe gone downhill a little bit for KFC, but we can well, let's 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 get yeah. into it, Wags. Yeah, it's, I mean it, on, I mean I'm just saying right now. No, that I'm chicken with you. night that that night that dad has the when dad's feeling chicken the chicken night, I'm not sure if it's happening too much anymore. I I, I don't know how often it's going to happen. Or birthday yeah. chicken in the US. I don't know if that birthday chicken's going <sighs> to be at at KFC, but I'm 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 with you that I was never I never have like bones or like veins or or sinew or whatever I'm tr- I'm trying like a muscly yeah stuff like I like a muscly stuff or veins or bones I've never I've never really liked while eating but KFC usually did a pretty good job of like like if you got a chicken breast it would be a nice plump chicken breast and you didn't wouldn't have to think too much of that you could just kind of go at it right in the middle and toss it aside or whatever but. Um, I, I I felt I felt the same way. What did you love bones, Wagger? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna I'm the complete opposite. I know Dear you like tendies, you like your boneless wings. I love the bones. Give it to me, bone in. I, I like I prefer the flats mm. in terms of wings. I, I mm. fried chicken is is maybe my favorite food. It's and um and I love it. Mm. I love it bone in. You construct like little like furniture out of the chicken bones and things like that after <laughs> you were done. <laughs> He That's makes a beaded curtain. He makes a yeah. beaded yeah. curtain out of bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he goes to have his birthday chicken. Yeah. I mean, birthday chicken is great, but 
day after birthday chicken oh. when it's cold. Oh come yeah, on. love that. Wow. Love come cold on. fried chicken. It's my, my God. favorite thing in the world. Like when it's all like gross and you're like, it's a little congealed. You shouldn't eat it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eat it. It's gonna <laughs> be so good. Yeah, so good. Cold, cold um, fried chicken so much better than. I, I've been saying this while cold. I don't like cold pizza. Cold fried chicken, good. Cold pizza, I think is bad. I like them both. I'm, I'm, mm. I'll even do a cold pasta, cold leftover pasta. Oh, yeah. I think works. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. I, I will say on the birthday chicken note that that Christy brought up similar situation with a, a yeah, my niece's birthday. I think last year, and we're like, where do you want to go for for uh, for your birthday lunch? And we're anticipating some sit down restaurant, and she was like, hmm, I think KFC. Wow. And for a second, I was like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't get anything. I can't like just get like a Caesar salad here. I have to get something super unhealthy." Uh, then we went, and it was great. I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking heaven!" <laughs> I love that she made this decision. I just got like a three piece with like mac and cheese and a biscuit, and I was like, "This is so good." Damn. Um. So yeah, it, it. But but it is hit and miss. I, I had KFC last year uh, in December as I was trying to like you know kind of get the meat meals out of me before this uh, this year of abstinence and maybe more, and it, it was okay. Uh, Popeyes was certainly was was way better. So I, I agree with you that it can be a little inconsistent. Um, let's get into this uh, this week's meal. I, I will say, you talked about Mitch about KFC maybe declining a little bit. Yeah. As part of that, they have streamlined their sides. They have made mm-hmm. some cuts, just as their as their uh, their label mate uh, K, uh, Taco Bell. Uh, 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 as part of the Yum Brands Triforce, KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut, just as they have streamlined their menu, KFC has done the same. They have a lot fewer sides now. Uh, at yeah. least in the States, you got mashed potatoes, you got corn, you have secret recipe fries, which are new, replace their potato wedges, uh, coleslaw and mac and cheese and a biscuit. And that's it. Like, they don't have beans anymore. They don't have green beans anymore. They don't have any green sides. There's really no source of dietary fiber except for maybe <laughs> the coleslaw. It's just all starch. Yeah, that's that's that is that's a bummer to me. I I like well, beyond that, I just think that Yum Brands has has been doing a bad job, Wags. Yum Yum Yes. Yum Brands, first of all, just just the name alone is just a, such a shitty corporate Yum Brands just sucks. It sounds yeah. bad. Doesn't sound like you're going to get <laughs> good food from Yum Brands. And then just some of the decisions they're making with some of these restaurants, Wags. They're yeah. doing a bad job. I love Taco it's Bell. And we we've talked about this before, but they've they've decided to streamline the Taco Bell menu. Just and and also on top of that, like if you're going to streamline your menu and you're going to take out some of this stuff, then why do your mashed potatoes taste like paste now? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's I I mean I will say especially without the gravy, the the gravy oh, God, does yeah. the gravy does ninety percent of the work, but you the get those doing a lot of playing. It's yeah. it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna. And and if you're if you're not eating meat, that's your option. That's what you got. Um, but let's uh, let's get into our orders. Uh, Christy, uh, you did a lot of research. You had a lot of anticipation <laughs> for this meal. Yeah. What did you end up getting at KFC Canada? Uh, well, here's the thing. I did the typical like movie TV thing where you order like a ton of stuff and then you turn to the person next to you and you're like, oh, did you want anything? (laughs) I got so much food. And then I was like, is this enough? I don't know. And he's like, I'm sure that's plenty. And then I ended up finishing his off. I was the closer that day. Wow. Uh, And I mean, then I had a terrible case of the chicken sweats. (laughs) It was all worth it. Uh, So I went for something called a Kentucky flatbread. Oh, Uh, Where it's like this crispy little uh, flatbread that has like a chicken tender in it, and like lettuce sandwich. 
Uh, well, it's more like it's it's almost like a taco because it's just rolled up with just the chicken inside, some lettuce, and what they call a pepper mayo. And the entire time I was eating it, I was like, you know what? I think it has too much cilantro. Well, I don't think it even has cilantro <laughs> in it. But it was just, there was something about it that just was off. I finished it, but I wasn't happy about it. I mean, <laughs> I, also, I also tried like dipping in every single one of the sauces because I felt like I needed to do my research. I have to try them all. Ours was out of barbecue, so they couldn't send us any, which felt awful. Um, yeah. But I will say this. I have said this to Lauren multiple times in the past. KFC honey mustard is the best honey mustard you're going to find. Wow. And I stand by that. Wow. It is, it's got like, it's, it's, it's enough mustard, but not too much honey. Mm. I don't <laughs> like the ones that are overly sweet unless you're mm-hmm. dipping onion rings and that's a whole other right. ball game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, uh, with, I'm with you on that. Uh, I, that's a that's a hot take, and I wish I'd gotten the the honey mustard sauce to compare. But I, I will look out for it next time. Um, the the Kentucky flatbread sandwich exclusive to KFC Canada. I'm seeing now. That's why I was furrowing my brow while you were oh, talking. Okay. I never heard of it, but it, that is just north of the border. You know, I, I well, would have. I I could. I can't speak to any of the sauces because that's the one thing. Um, in my order that they they didn't give me any they all the sauces no. I picked out they didn't give me a single sauce I, I had the same thing happen to me Mitch wow no. yeah and it was wow. it was devastating and I gotta say the, the star of the meal for me was the sauces now and I know that I'm yeah. biased but but honestly <laughs> honest to God anyway so the only thing that KFC is consistent about is being inconsistent that's <laughs> what we're saying yeah, that's what sometimes we're, yeah. you get sauces sometimes sometimes you, you don't, don't. like. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about that barbecue sauce. And it's like, well, no, I guess I'll never know. It'll always be a pipe dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Um, so you got the flatbread. Yeah. Uh, and then I tried a big crunch stacker because a mm. big crunch didn't feel right. I was like, no, you got to stack it up. Now, <laughs> I, I've always been a fan of like a chicken sandwich. Just give me the mayo, lettuce, chicken, and I'm good. But there was something just kind of like the chicken, the coating was beautiful. It was crispy. It was lovely. Um, But it was more, I'm going to blame my location's execution on this because Mm. I gave the sandwich like a higher rating. Because, yeah, I rated each individual item so I could give a proper rating uh, at the end. (laughs) Um, I gave it a higher rating for taste than I did for visual and execution because – they said stacker. These things weren't really stacked. Like somehow they were like just barely overlapping and they put on so much mayo. Like I love a good mayo, but I couldn't handle it. I was like, mm. there's so much mayo. I'm like, wow. I can't stand this. It's too much. Uh, mm. So it was okay. But then I was like, you know what? I'm, I went for the KFC spicy famous chicken sandwich. Wow. The coating, disappointing because it's not mm. a usual coating. But wow. there was like a cheese sauce on it. Hook it to my veins. It was amazing. And it had pickles on it. And now oh. I'm not a fan of pickles, but I was a believer. And if I'm going to do this, I'm fucking doing it right. I'm going to do it as they make it so I can let the people know this is exactly how it is so that they don't have a different experience than I do. The pickles came off after a couple of bites because I'm like, no, they're wrecking that cheese sauce. Because <laughs> that cheese sauce is beautiful. Wow. So, I mean, at this point, and like the spice was just the perfect amount of heat. Like it wasn't so spicy that I'm like, oh, my mouth is on fire. I hate this. It was so perfect that I wished I'd got the spicy stacker when Mm. I uh, got the big stacker sandwich. 
I actually kind of wish I'd got both. That's not the point. I didn't need <laughs> another sandwich on top of this. Because by this point, I've now had two very large chicken sandwiches plus like a smaller chicken sandwich. And then it's like, well, you got to try uh, the regular like just Chick- basic two-piece chicken. Of course. And it was the perfect coating from what I remember from childhood mm-hmm. where I just want to rip off the skin and eat it like the animal that I am. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I just, if I open that bucket and it was nothing but the skin, oh, it's like it's, that's my birthday yep. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I want. Um, I did not try this time, but one of my favorite things from there is their hot wings. They do hot ring, hot wings, right? Um, and then I thought, you know what? I want to try. I gotta, I gotta tr- give a little bit from everything. So I did try a buttermilk biscuit because those are new to uh, KFC up here. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. And we and never sure, had those growing up. They never right? had Shocking. those growing up. It's That's within the crazy. last, it's within the last few years. Uh, however, you, y'all can keep it because, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was, it was light and fluffy, but it was painful to get through. Like it was really somehow still dry. And then I, I make biscuits for my family quite often. And my husband took a bite and went, Oh God. Yeah. no, nope, Yours are better. And I took a bite and uh, suddenly I turned into a professional chef and went, Oh, that's too much baking powder. Oh my mind. Because you can you can taste it. Like sometimes you wow. like a biscuit, you it's like, oh, it's got a bit floury, sure, but this was specifically strong baking powder. And I was like, I don't care for it. And then my husband took another bite and went, Oh, she dry. And I laughed so hard. And I was like, I'm gonna tell them you also felt that way. Uh, biscuits are definitely like an American thing. Like like growing yes. up, I right. was like, that was not a thing for us once in a blue moon maybe but I, down here it's like that's i know it's a very southern as well but like yeah. biscuits and gravy i had that has never i have never heard of that before moving to america wow. that was like a weird and, concept to me in the northern state i mean like in massachusetts i did not bis, truly biscuits i associate with kfc probably for the longest time like i i we we would have biscuits like on occasion maybe as like a thanksgiving side or someone at someone's house but not they were not a common thing. I, like a yeah. like biscuits. Honestly, yeah, KFC was was the biscuit spot, and I and I like biscuits, but they have to be if they're too dry, you, just, you gotta toss them in the trash. They're yeah. they're not worth anything. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, it's uh, I I brought up the KFC Canada menu uh, as Christy was uh, was talking. It is sprawling. There it's are huge. there are so yeah. many more menu items mm. than available. Uh, in the states, it, it really feels like we're being deprived down here um, oh, because all but of these. Look at the sides; they're sad. <laughs> and the fries you did you did allude the fries before that are they're really the f- bad, right? The best way to describe the fries is even if you're like in the restaurant and you get them, you feel like you've pulled them out of your fridge and tried to microwave them the next day. Mm. No, no, that that's is the a consistency. That- They've never been good, which is why, yeah, I didn't even bother with the fries. I did it with the birthday chicken, so I didn't need uh, <laughs> to do it with research chicken. And so it was like, <laughs> I'm going to stick to just the chicken because I know I can count on it. And it's like, overall, it was decent. But again, like we. We've got, I think, like potato salad, coleslaw, macaroni salad. And the macaroni salad has changed wildly from our youth. So it Mm. is not great either. And then it's like, oh, do you want corn or a biscuit? And the biscuit was like the big new thing to add. Right. But that is, that is, that's, I did choke it down. That's the, (laughs) 
<laughs> well, my meal was very similar to yours in that way of I ate it, but I didn't enjoy it in many ways, which which is tough when you're like I told my mom, I was like, I we have to get KFC. And then she and then she was and she was like unhappy about it because she doesn't want me to eat fast food all the time and die, of course. Yes. And I was she like, she knows what you do for a living, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I, t- I told her basically that this is like a workout pocket. I told her where the dumbbells <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah. It's been hard to keep that fiction up. It's such a bu- it's such a bummer to to like, especially at a place like this where it's just like, you know, it's just looking at the the calorie count for a, for a meal. It's like, well, it's twelve hundred calories I'm taking down in this meal, and that was only a part of my meal. Should I get into what I ordered, Wags? Go I'm for it. About- okay. Um, so I I I ordered on. There's no KFC app. I ordered on this the is, website. This is bananas. There's no KFC Insane. app. If you search yeah. for KFC on the app store, uh, and, and and you know I I tried it on I tried it on Apple. Yes. I tried it on Android. It's it's there's no there you get like KFC Saudi Arabia. You get like directed <laughs> to like a foreign app because there's no US one. And then you look it up Surin, and it's it's Suriname right now. It's, it's, it's yeah, Surin, it, Suriname and, and KFC Tobago. Those are the top two. Yeah, it's it's bananas. And so and and then if you look online like KFC app, it's just like Reddit thread after Reddit thread that's like how does KFC not have an app? This is like one of the biggest chains in the US. It, it's it's bananas, especially for a place where you pro- you might want to specify a larger order for a family or something. And so no app and then also the location I went to and this is a lot of KFCs don't have drive-throughs. So in this yeah. age of COVID and quarantine and trying oh. to minimize your interaction with with uh with people for safety's sake, it's like you're still having to go into a physical restaurant and then place your order and then I guess wait outside and if you're if it's cold weather, uh you're SOL. It, it's it's a it's a banana system. Why well, I, I, I I know I I I was I was shocked that there was no app and then just doing it all online. Is Sur- Did I say Suriname right? Is that correct? I think it's yeah. I think so. Suriname. Suriname. All right. Anyways. Uh, oh well, I fucked up. Probably. Um, <laughs> We're Americans. We don't need to know anything beyond these borders. I ordered on. Uh, I ordered on the website, and then I was at my house, and then it was like I ordered on Hancock Street, the one that we. Uh, the one that we have gone to my entire life. Wow. That was KFC originally. It was just a KFC, full up KFC. And then at one point turned into a half KFC, half Taco Bell. Now, look, I got something to say, Wags, and this may be controversial. I am sick. If you got a half KFC, half Taco Bell, you got to make them all both full menu because yes. the Taco Bell at this place is not full menu. Like, the combo the combo fast food places have to go if they can't cover everything. Don't do it. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's fucking stupid. I, I was Fully I was because that Taco Bell is is the like the closest Taco Bell to me, and it just doesn't have a lot of shit. And then I feel like there was probably some spillover here too because I ordered a lemonade, a strawberry lemonade, like the Colonel's strawberry lemonade, and they didn't have it. They they were like, we just have regular lemonade, and I was like, this tastes like Minute Maid. This doesn't taste like a KFC lemonade or whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure if there was stuff with everything I wanted I got, but I ordered off that specific menu. Anyways, combo places should go. They got to go. If, if, you, if they don't have the benefit of having everything on both menus, which seems possible, then get rid of them. Um, I ordered online at my house on the website. And as soon as I pushed the order and I thought there would be like some sort of system, but it was like, 
your food will be ready in like three minutes. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to get the hell out of here and get down and run down and get it, which is another issue of of it's it's if you have the app or whatever, I feel like it would just maybe be easier to be close and pull over and do it like the website right. was just more complicated. It sucked. So I put in the order. I, I drove down there quickly. I get in the drive through Wags because the direction said at the drive either walk in or go through the drive through. Tell them that your order is is ready. I go through the drive through. I said, hey, I have a pickup. And then they said, you got to come inside. And I was like, you got to come inside. Oh, Why man. the hell do you got to come inside? This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go inside during COVID. It's fucking stupid. And look, whatever. That's it's. I, I'm not blaming anyone who works there. It's not their fault. No, not their fault. I fucking been through hell through all of this, working through through a nightmare. But uh, but I didn't want to go inside to get the stuff. But I went in anyways. Um, the order was ready. It was good to go. Uh, and everyone inside was very nice. They were like, "You here for pickup?" Because there was a small line. I was like, "Yeah," and they and they gave it to me right away, which is great. Um, and. I grabbed the stuff. I left. I came back to my house, and this is what I ordered. I got a Nashville hot tenders combo, a three-piece, and that came with a biscuit and that lemonade that I had mentioned and the new Colonel's fries. Um, By the way, we should mention the Colonel's fries are different than the fries they have in Canada. The yeah. fries in Canada are kind of right. like a sad-looking uh, conventional fry. The, the mm. Colonel fries, and I'll let Mitch say what he what he thought, uh, but they are more of a breaded fry. They're a little mm. bit more breaded. My, my thoughts on them were like they were just okay. I, I mm-hmm. like. I also am like potato wedges were the KFC thing for so long. I don't know why they got rid of them. Why do you get rid of them? Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I, I I don't understand. What were was it a thing that people wanted fries all the time? Or I don't know. I I, I don't get it. It to me, it just feels like another Yum Brands business decision of like, yes, this is easier for us, so we're just gonna we're gonna have fries. So, I thought the fries were like fine, but like the wedges were something unique and different. Why not keep the unique and different thing? I gotta say, my biscuit was really good. I'm sorry, Christy, my biscuit actually was was really tasty. someday I will make you biscuits, and then we'll see. Then we'll see. <laughs> Go back to Saskatchewan just for that. Yeah. 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 Let me but tell, also you know, don't phrase it like we're going to Saskatchewan for Christie's biscuits, because that just feels, <laughs> that feels different connotation. It's a different yeah. connotation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the only the only the only one making biscuits in my house? Wally and Irma upstairs, Wags. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? My cats. My cats are making biscuits. Making you don't know biscuits? This? You don't, you, don't don't know you don't know this term. You don't know this. That's what they need. Oh, I see what I see. What's going? Okay, all right. Dear God, I haven't heard this before. Um, the tenders were not great. Also, so I ordered I ordered two classic ranch sauces, two honey sauces, and two KFC sauces. I got the pickup, and I was like, I don't think that there are sauces or a straw in my bag. But mm. this is Doughboys. We got to go by how it is. I'm gonna yes. just see how if there and then there were no sauces and no straw in my bag. Um, also, we're good, cowards, though. which is kind of a we can use. <clears throat> it's the doughboys. We have to take it as it comes uh, as an excuse for also, avoiding any sort of confrontation. Yeah. yeah, that's our style, a hundred percent. Yeah, whatever we can do to avoid <laughs> confrontation. But I like that you've just made it your motto. You're like, yeah. well, oh yeah, we're open. We have cowards. to tough it out. We're like Survivor at this point. Yeah, I like it. We're not like we're not good cowards either. We're like we're cowards that will flip sides. We'll do anything we can oh, just yeah. for self perseverance. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just waiting yeah, to I sell you out. <laughs> <laughs> my uh my my tenders were not great. They were just like a little like cold. They just were kind of flimsy and flat in their wags. 
and I didn't get. I should have gotten some plain tenders because I I just wonder how they are comparatively. I don't know if they're still good or not, but they just didn't look great. I got myself a crispy kernel sandwich, um, and I also got, uh, for comparison reasons, I also got a chicken little sandwich. And I gotta say, the chicken little sandwich was better. It's may mm. they're both mayoed out. They're mayo crazy. It's just mayo in in pickles in the in the chicken sandwich. But one is on the little tiny bun, and it's just a chicken strip, and the other is the big sandwich. The big sandwich, look, Wags, KFC is maybe in last place when it comes to the the chicken sandwich wars. I mean, like yeah. a place that's this is the this is the first fast food fried chicken place, and their chicken sandwich is not doing so good it, it like right. like like and this is a part of the thing of why i was like why would i ever come to kfc there's real the only reason i come to kfc is because it's a half a taco bell and that's the only reason i go there there's no reason for me to go kfc ever and like with the popeye's chicken sandwich is a billion times better than the kfc chicken sandwich yeah there's no comparison there, there's no comparison and it, 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 it destroyed it um uh, i also got a an a la carte breast um uh, uh fry, the the fried chicken breast, um, and it was it was it was very it was you know what that was my bite of the night, Wags. Wow, it was um it was it was uh juicy and and delicious, and that was like that was I was like they can still this breast of chicken is still good. This is like this is their money maker, and this is still fantastic. So mm-hmm. so that so that to me was that that was the plus side of the entire meal, um. I got mashed potatoes and gravy, mac and cheese, and coleslaw. The best of those three was coleslaw. The mac and cheese was the worst. Just a fucking goopy mess. Mm. Didn't taste like anything. Had no taste to it. And then, like I was saying, the mashed potatoes, they're they they're just like what what was the what was the word I described them as earlier? It's paste. The, yeah, paste. They are. They're just a paste, like a fucking tasteless paste. Terrible. Yeah. It's like and, future food. It's like future prison food. Just like yes. a mush of nutrition. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the mac and cheese and the mashed potatoes tasted like like what you would think prison food tastes like, which is also sucks. Yeah, I don't want prisoners eating that shit either. It's fucking right. terrible. Um, and then uh, and that's 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 basically it. That's all. That's all I got. A lot of food. Uh, and I also got myself a chocolate chip cake. Um. And that chocolate chip cake was good. Those that was the highlight. The chocolate chip cake, which I think that they get from other restaurants or whatever, and the the a la carte breast, uh, which was which was was still pretty good. And then besides wow. that, yeah, everything else kind of trash, honestly. Even the lemonade, which was just like a minute made lemonade, I I was extremely disappointed by my visit. Wow, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Lauren, yeah, we got to get to your order. Yeah. I did DoorDash, uh, which I don't normally use, but I will say it was very hot. It got there extremely quickly, and I was oh, very nice. happy that it was so hot. Uh, the famous bowl was the first item, and this to me, I was like, this is going to be a home run, because for me, I like sauces and I like mashes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put a bunch of shit in a bowl, mix it together. That's ideal for me. I lifted the <laughs> lid off of it, and I was hit with a paste slash I would describe as wet cardboard smell. It just was like, and, and then when you tasted it, it was, honestly, it was so gross I didn't finish it. And this, oh, to man. me, I thought was going to be, this was going to be the star. Like, I was like, oh, that's a no-brainer. I'm going to love it. I thought it was awful. Um, my opinion. Now, I did a bunch of a la carte things because I haven't had it 
in so long and I wanted to compare it. So I wanted to try uh, a breast in the original recipe, a breast in the extra crispy recipe, a drumstick in the original recipe. And here's the joke is that I tried the original recipe breast and I was like, oh my God, it's so greasy. And my memory of KFC from back home in Canada is not that it's dry, but it's like, it's, it's good. It's juicy, but it's not greasy, if that makes right. sense. And this was just so overly greasy to me. And, but this is the joke. My boyfriend is from Tennessee and he took a bite and he was like, oh, this is way less greasy than what I remember from when I was a kid. <laughs> so that, again, my preference there and my knowledge base, I think, may be regional. Um, so it did feel extremely greasy to me. But again, to him, it felt like it was like they'd made some good changes. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, then I got a five-piece tenders box with coleslaw and fries. Loved the tenders. The crispy coating tenders. I thought they were great. I didn't think that they were like, you know, there was nothing next level about them, but would I eat them again if I was on a road trip and that was an option? Sure. I really liked the new fries, the coated fries. Now, again, I'm comparing them to the sad, soggy Canadian KFC fries that we grew up with that literally are like limp. Like you pull them out. It looks like noodles almost when you pull them out of the box. They're just like so pathetic and sad. I like they were super hot again, which I think was helpful. They 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 were crispy. That to me was, again, one of the stars for me. And the coleslaw was a real gem because it felt like it was real food. It felt like it was real cabbage. There was a crunch to it. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, you may want to look up a picture of what Canadian old school uh, KFC coleslaw was because it can be best described as like a, a mint green kind of slurry. It it yeah. looks like toothpaste. <laughs> oh, man. That's wow. what it used to. And I never ate it growing up. Uh, Christy, did you ever eat it? Growing no, up, yeah, no. it was it, it freaked me out because it looked so like again it looked it looked like it should be minty, so I never ate it. But this new one that I had this time was great. And then I got a lot of the sauces. Again, the honey mustard was great. The barbecue, mm -hmm. I got the honey barbecue sauce that was great, and the KFC sauce. Ah, I read the mm. ingredients. I think it's literally just like ketchup <laughs> and mustard with like a couple of spices. Not exactly reinventing the wheel here, um, but I loved it. I That is one that I definitely, uh, I have another one in my fridge. I've saved it because I was like, we're, wow. we're going to want this for another <laughs> for another meal. Um, but again, overall for me, it, the fries, the tenders, and the sauces, that was that stuff. I was really into the sauces being a 10 out of 10. The fries were really good, but uh, the bowl was, uh, again, inedible. I did not finish it, and I did find all of the, the a la carte chicken for my taste, was too greasy. Man. Well, that's your experience if you're able to eat chicken. Yeah. What's it like if you can't have chicken at KFC? <laughs> Ooh, it feels bleak. It feels bleak. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out right after the break. We'll be right back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer... Pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's called like for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out... out. There's never, never a, a doubt. doubt. The moon, moon is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 h
Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon is cool. Cool cool cool. cool. <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, 
Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Lauren Ash and Christy Oxborough of True Crime and Cocktails, the podcast, talking KFC. Uh, so, you know, this year I'm I'm eating vegetarian, no meat shall I eat. And I decided when I'm going to KFC and I went for lunch that I was going to approach this in terms of I am going to actually craft a meal. I, I, I'm trying as an exercise to be like if I if like let's say the you know, the work convoy is going to KFC, the consensus is we're getting KFC for lunch. Um, how do I get myself, you know, something resembling a lunch? Uh, uh, with the restriction of not having any chicken. And it was challenging, but I decided to use my, to make my, my I guess what would be like my main, uh, a large mac and cheese. So I had a large mac and cheese. As Jesus. I mentioned, they streamlined their size, so there aren't a lot, uh, which is like a family portion of mac and cheese. It's a, it's a big bowl. Uh, I got a small coleslaw and a small fry and a biscuit. And then I got an iced tea, and this is this is just kind of my little uh, platter that I was going to eat. God, that uh, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's grim on its face. I will say, eating it, and Mitch, I know you didn't like your mac and cheese, but mine was pretty good. Wow. Okay. It was, you know, it consistency was consistency issues. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I think you know it was definitely goopy, but it was nice and cheesy, and and you know, Lauren talked about the her food uh, being hot. Mine was night; it was like piping hot, and that helped it a lot. I thought the mac and cheese was solid. Uh, the coleslaw is okay. I feel like that's mm -hmm. like where, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, we talked about too, uh, a few of you mentioned too much mayo earlier. I feel like mm -hmm. col their coleslaw could use a little bit more mayo. It's kind of almost a little vinegary and thin, but I, I think it's okay. It's it's a little, it's also a little too minced for my uh, preferences texture-wise. Not enough um, mayo for the mayo man, it sounds like. Yeah, could use some more mayo. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the fries. 
I, I agree with Lauren. I think they were pretty good. The secret recipe fries. I like the breading. I like the coating. I like the seasoning. They're they're lightly seasoned. The issue is, you know, I asked for some sauces and I didn't get them. I've had the KFC sauce before, and I think it's their attempt to clone the Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I like that KFC sauce. I was hoping to get that, hoping to get some barbecue, hoping to get some ranch. Uh, it instead came out of there dry. It was it was a real bummer. So I was eating these fries and. Um, you know, they were fine playing. I, I had a little ketchup in my fridge. I used some ketchup and that woke them up a little bit. Uh, but I think they were not bad. It's just, it's just a bummer. I didn't get the sauces and no butter or honey for my biscuit, which was also a bummer. So I was just mm. eating that biscuit plain. Uh, again, my biscuit was pretty good. I, I think like I had kind of mm. low expectations, but, uh, but I think overall everything was not bad. Um, did you have the best meal of all of us? The vegetarian? Well, that's, the thing. that's what I may be realizing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe again it could it could have just been like you know uh, me going in thinking this was going to be pretty execrable and then actually having something approximating a, a decent meal. Uh, it, it could have just Man. been expecta- the expectations game. But yeah, it's I thought mine was all best, right. It's not the best advertising for KFC if it's like if you're vegetarian you'll love it. <laughs> KFC avoid the chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels or like lower your expectations and you might yes. be okay with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think you know, Mitch. You talked about why go to KFC, and I think the the reason is just because it's ubiquitous. It's just like mm. that. That may just be the fried chicken option in your town. That may just be mm. the one. You know, you maybe you don't have a Popeyes. Maybe you don't have a church. Yeah. Maybe you don't have a Bojangles, but if you do, I'd go to the, any of those before. And I've never been, been to Bojangles, but I'd go to any of those before I go to KFC. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, Mitch, you talked to you said you we had drink thoughts. Oh no, no, no! I was just I, I was going to say we we got to talk about cocktails. Not, oh, not- talk about cocktails. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. Um, right mm-hmm. now we should get into our final thoughts on KFC. Uh, so here's how this will work. We will each go around, give our closing argument, if you will, based on this experience and a lifetime of experiences at this chain, and then end by giving it a fork score from zero to five forks. Uh, we begin with our guests. So, uh, Christy, we'll begin with you. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> so, I mean, childhood-wise, KFC, I felt like Mr. Monopoly Moneybags. It was just, you go there when you're feeling pricey. Uh, It was a good time. Again, I would eat a bucket of the skin if it was allowed. Um, Their honey mustard is my favorite thing they've ever done to the point where my husband has gone and just purchased like so much honey mustard and filled my Christmas stocking with just the little things of honey mustard because I love it so much. Um, But I feel like it has really declined over the years. I feel like it just hasn't lived up and maybe it was the nostalgia that I was hoping for that it didn't quite hit. Um, that whatever that spicy cheese sauce is, just put it on everything and it will make everything better. I'm so sorry that the Canadian biscuits aren't as good as my own. Uh, but uh, in the end, I'm going to say, and this is being kind due to the honey mustard and the cheese sauce factor, I'm going to go two forks, two tines. Wow. Wow, two forks, two tines. Yes. Wow. That cheese sauce, again, it was beautiful. 
Mm. Um, I love that you've clearly done your prep on uh, the dumb Tyne system we have on our stupid podcast. <laughs> That's Look, how we rate things. I told you I researched. So I was like, I'd already <laughs> listened to some episodes. And then I was like, we're technically KFC too. I got to go KFC one. So I had to make sure I was, wow. you know. Again, I watched that Mario Lopez short for you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do my due diligence and, uh, and do we, this and right. So this is research chicken. This is what happens. When we logged on, I said, you don't know what you signed up for by asking us to come on. But the answer is just yeah. people who really, really give a shit is the point. <laughs> I was going to say, we're, we're such yeah. bad podcast hosts that you mentioned watching that movie and we just nodded. We didn't even ask you anything about it. We haven't seen it. There's nothing, to, there's nothing to know. It's Colonel Sanders played by Mario Lopez trying to be hot, but it's like hot Mario Lopez with just like white hair and right. glasses. And he's the some rich family. He's their chef. And it's like, well, here's our chef Harlan. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And like him and the wife might start an affair. Like it was a weird. Yeah, there's there's it some, was a weird short. There is yeah. some steaminess to it. There's some sort of like romance at play or or with, with Mario Lopez as the colonel or no? Oh yeah. Like okay. you can't have Mario without there being some heat. Like you can, you can put whatever you want on him, but you can't cover that face and those dimples, you know? Like, you know they're there. But you know, it, very interesting, though, that they chose to spend that money making that, which ultimately, yeah. how long was it? Mm -hmm. Isn't it like 17 minutes or something? It's like a yeah, short. Yeah, it's, it's a short. Like, it's easily like 12, 15, yeah. But my question for the Yum Foods people is, is that it's like, <laughs> why are you investing however many, you know, yep hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars mm -hmm. in that kind of bizarre attempt at viral marketing. Why Lauren, aren't you I was more gonna, concerned? I was gonna, you know, about the food, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Put, yes. put the, the money, money in the product. Yeah. Put the money into this the is, secret recipe. Yeah. This yeah. is my, this is my exact, my, that, that is my exact same thought, but, but, yeah. but please go on with your review. I would, I was so excited because that, that, what the, what the fuck is going on over there that there's a million new kernels and every, and then, your food is bad. You're doing a bad yeah. job with your food, yeah. for God's yeah. sakes. I do like the the rotating kernel campaign. I did. I do think those are fun, but I, I agree that the the product seems to be suffering. Um. Uh. uh thank you, Christy. Lauren. Uh. Your thoughts. Your fork score. Listen again. We're Canadian, and so my gut is to try and be nice. It's to try and find something positive to say. It's to try and you know not be mean. Um. So you know, I will say, look, I liked the new fries, and and again, if I would say that this is my new experience with KFC because our association with it from childhood was this is a special event, this is a once in a while situation. Um. And my memories of it are fond, even though I didn't necessarily love it then. But I will say, if I'd known then what I know now. I would have loved it, the chicken more than. Um, I think that this is literally, this is a food that you you eat now by, you know, need. So if you're on a road trip, like I said before, and you're you, this is the only option, get the chicken tenders and some fries, the mac and cheese, some coleslaw, those kinds mm -hmm. of things, some safe options. I, I just think that they've jumped the shark on their buckets of chicken, which is very sad. Mm. I think that they, again, uh, they have not, they've made some changes that just aren't working. They're investing their money in weird ways. But I did love, again, the fries. I loved the sauces. The chicken tenders were, again, they were fine. So I think I am going to give it two forks. Wow, two wow. forks. Yeah. All right, Mr. Slice. I, uh, Lauren, you, need, you just nailed it on the head of, why are you making a 17-minute short with Mario Lopez? Why aren't you, why isn't your food tasting good? It, it, it's just, it's just a failure. It's, it's such a, I mean, it's, and, 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 
Nick, I think it's 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 kind of a thing that we see over and over again with this with yum brand restaurants because Pizza Hut is a yum brand restaurant too, right? Yes, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC. There, there, and so their shining star is Taco Bell, which I which I love. And then they made some decisions in the last couple of years which we do not like at all. And so I'm like, man, Pizza Hut, KFC. These two things, these two places when I was a kid that were so important to me as far as like food goes, getting a bucket of KFC chicken. It was delicious. The sides were fun. Mashed potatoes. They were good. And the same thing with Pizza Hut. And I feel like they've just both fallen so far. Mm. And and it's 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 a true bummer because I, I, I'm very nostalgic for that big bucket of chicken in sides on that on that night when mom and dad are feeling fun and they want to get <laughs> when they want to get a big takeout when it's chicken night a big friday night chicken night that's it's sad to me that that i would never ever want to do that at kfc ever again i mean there are better options but like that i would do that with popeyes or another place you know what i mean there, it's not like yeah. i wouldn't do it at a fast food restaurant uh so it's just it's a bummer to me the best thing i had was the the a la carte breast which is they should have a better name for that too, because I've said it seven times now, and I feel <laughs> awkward every time I say it. How yeah. about a KFC single or something, or or like a single bite? What, what, like why? Like everything there just seems fucking off and bad, Wags. I, I, it, it was a, it was a disappointment to to me. And I, Christy, when you said two and a half forks, I wanted to give it two and a half forks, just for nostalgic reasons. But I can't. I'm going with Lauren and Hand Holding Club. Two forks. It, wow, two forks. It needs to fucking. Man, Yum Foods needs to step up their game. Yeah. Or or shut down. Go away forever. I mean, like, like do one of the two. It it it, it truly it truly bums me out. And especially just knowing that KFC was like, they started it all. They're yes. the start. And I know that the, like as far as national fast food chains, and you're just you're you're pathetic. You're you you look bad. Yum brands, you should be ashamed of yourself and That's hold your billion dollar company. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah um it's uh, i i mean i the, i think we're all on the same page here it's it's uh, this was a disappointing outing although it exceeded my meager expectations it still was not you know this this is not a meal i would get again and you know over the course of uh, this this uh this exercise which is still in the the first couple months of of, of not eating any meat at these chain restaurants they're ones, they're meals that I'd, I'd, I'd get again. I'd go back to Jersey Mike's, get that veggie sub for sure. Yeah. This one is in the five guys category, the, uh, the you know, p- the Popeye's chicken category of just like, I wouldn't get this as a meal uh, as someone who doesn't eat meat. If I had to get this, then there's something I could eat, but I would never go out of my way to be like, this is something I want. And I'm still eating fast food, like by the trough full <laughs> as a vegetarian. I'm still getting a ton of fast food. I'm feeling uh, like this is, I feel like a lot of that is Del Taco. Am I wrong? A lot of Del Taco, uh, Taco mm. Bell, Burger King. Um, you know, these are they're, they're Burger King's Impossible Whopper is a game changer. I mean, that oh, is just like it's it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but but this is one I'd not go back to. the The absence of an app is just it's it's disappointing. It's also this is this might sound sound hyperbolic. I think it's a little irresponsible. I think yeah. right now not having an app means more people are going to go into the restaurant and order there and be waiting in the waiting area. I think get yourself an app. What are you doing? Again, I what are you I can't, bl- I can't believe they don't have it. Also, just it's, it's nonsense. The, the deterioration of the quality of food to me is like, why is that a Yum's brand thing? 
Why why was there such a like why did Pizza Hut have like when you went there and got the pan pizza, it was good. Yeah. And now it, fu- it tastes like shit. And the same thing with KFC. Like it, and look, like I said, that the a la carte chicken breast was delicious, but that was it. That was the only that was the highlight of my meal. The other the other highlight was a cake that they that they that KFC doesn't even make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Why yeah, is I, it? What, what's happening? What is what's I, going on at Yum Foods? I, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know what exactly the issue is with Yum Brands. It's kind of a rudderless ship. Hopefully they'll they'll figure things out uh, because KFC was my was my chicken restaurant growing up and Pizza Hut was my pizzeria growing up. Those were those are the two of the three, uh, you know, uh, two of the three of their properties we were getting regularly when my family ate out. Uh, so but this was not a this was not a good outing. And uh, I'm I'm in the same ballpark with everyone. We're ballpark buds. Uh, I'm going to go two forks for wow. KFC. Yeah. Now I feel like I was too nice. No, but you know what? <laughs> I think that the Canadian experience was different and there's a lot yes. more menu yeah. options and the cheese sauce you described alone. I think that deserves two. Yeah, times. I want oh. the cheese sauce. Yeah. If I had yeah. that cheese sauce to dip these fries in, I mean, I probably different that story. probably would be an extra half fork right there. Yeah, right maybe there. we'd be. And maybe we go up to five fours. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to dip. I want to dip that uh, breast that he's talking about in the cheese sauce. Oh man! But also just partially because I know it makes him uncomfortable. <laughs> to <continue laughs> go behind your beaded curtain and eat your breast. Yeah. Is what so, yeah. A la carte breast was a very. It was hard for me to say it first of all because of my accent. And it is just yeah. a very awkward, seems like a bizarre strip club thing. Yeah, yeah. very, very weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's really a menu at a strip club, but like, <laughs> I guess you could tip them. I'd like, I'd like the a la carte breast, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you put the single in and yeah. That's an interesting it's, way of going about it. <laughs> but that, but that's, that, that, that's me. I guess like, look, what I should have done is gotten the, the bone in, I guess the, the real failing of them is is the chicken strips are just not my chicken strips are not good but it seems to just be a quality issue which mm-hmm. which we notice with places that aren't as good like the quality will dip from place to place and especially between Canada and the United States but I feel like a chain that is a little shaky you can go to one place and it can be good and you can go to another place and it can be terrible we say that a lot with Burger King who we think is back a little Burger bit. Burger King is back yeah we say it's back, but you remember that forever, Wags. You go to one Burger King, it will be a fucking hellhole. Oh, for sure. And you'll sure. go to another one, and it will be like, this is delicious. So I think KFC falls into that kind of same category. Yeah. But just a just a, dis- just a disappointment with such delightful yeah. guests. Yeah, such a bummer. Shame on well, you, Yum Brands. <laughs> yeah. We, we had to bring it up to make up yeah. for KFC's exactly. shortcomings. <laughs> yeah. And I should say, like, in Canada, we don't have the app either so we mm. ordered it online because we're like well we don't want to go um we don't want to actually go into the building so we're like well it'd be great and so we ordered it online and it was like well your order's ready in zero minutes yeah yes. and we're like yes. oh shit okay and so it was like who's gonna go i'm like well i'm obviously not gonna go so i'm like yeah have fun <laughs> and he picked it up because i was like oh, i'm treating you to dinner but you have to pick it up <laughs> so, but yeah i mean that would have been a nice Something like to order online or even to like say an approximate time. Don't stress me out with the, oh, well, it's ready now. Go, 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 get in the car. And it's like, no, I just stop. I don't need the extra stress. It definitely feels odd to me that that in in an attempt to make a viral video, make this short film, which obviously costs a lot of money, casting a, you know, whatever star star in it and and whatever. It does seem odd because that feels like it's appealing to the youth. 
that they wouldn't spend money having an app. It does feel yeah. like an odd business choice. I agree. Yes. I agree with you, Mitch, that it feels like there's something bigger at play here. This is my own conspiracy. This is our podcast coming into play here. But it does feel a little bit odd to me that for a company making a choice to make that, again, that short film, like it just was so, it was such a weird, uh, you know, way to allot funds, but then they don't mm-hmm. have an app. Again, I just feel like there's somebody who's like trying to see how to appeal to to the youth and is missing the mark completely. It's irresponsible 100%. to the people who work for KFC and for customers to have such bad make those stupid movies and then have such bad quality yeah. food. The people the people are risking their lives working at your restaurant and your food is really bad. It's bad. Yeah. It it's makes me mad. Sorry, I just it, 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 one of the most disappointing trips I've had Mm. For in 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 the show in a while, and we and I mean it's mostly disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the show? You mean the listeners? Experience. Yeah. Sorry, the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The show. Uh, hey, that was our review of KFC. It's time for a segment. We've got a set of fast food jingles, and everyone has to guess what year they're from. Mm. It's another oh. edition of Jingle All the Way, spelled W H E Y. God, this is the brainchild title. of the Drop King, Robert Persinger. Emma will play each jingle, and then everyone will guess the year. Whoever gets closest without going over, Price is Right style, gets one point. Wow. And there's also the Arden Marine rule. If you get the year on the dot, you get two points. Wow. So so we'll, we'll, okay. show, we'll show an ad. Uh, our listeners will hear the audio, um, and then we'll each guess. Everyone will guess. It will rotate the order a year, and you're trying to get it on the dot and not going over. Uh, any like questions it. on the rules? We got it. No. Love it. All right, Emma, let's play this first jingle. There's something special happening at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Fresh buttermilk biscuits made from scratch. Our chicken and biscuits are perfect match. Light and fluffy, they're made from scratch. We start with real buttermilk, and we make them fresh all through the day. Fresh like our chicken, because that's the Colonel's way. Fresh buttermilk biscuits made from scratch. Our chicken and biscuits a perfect match. One more way, we do chicken right. All right. Wow. Ooh. We heard the song and we were looking at a gray screen because uh, <laughs> of technical difficulties. Uh, which, but we did see for a second. We did see a still. Yeah. Which, which I do think will come into play for me as far as guessing that year. Um. Why? Well, so let's. Goes- the guests go first, correct? Yes. We'll we'll, uh, we'll rotate the order, but for this first one, uh, Lauren, you'll go first, then Christy, then Mitch. Lauren, what year do you think this ad that we just heard the jingle of uh, was released in? 1985. Wow. 1985. Yep. So very, such a confident guess, and I, and I think that that's a great guess. Thank you. Yeah, I love the confidence. Uh, Christy, what do you think? Uh, I mean... I it it really got rock like rocking partway through that. So I was like, at first I'm like, ooh, early '80s. But then I was like, oh, but then it pumped in some like hot '88 jam. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, so I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 1986. 86. Wow. Ooh, I like it. All right, Mitch. I hate to do this, but this was always my plan. But I'm 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 going. 87 the, the when I first thought it, I thought 87 immediately because I think it's I think it's right in some sort of sweet spot but it could be one of those things that it's early it could be if this turned out to be 83 I'd be like oh okay yeah sure but uh, but 87 is what I think why well, 87 tell me, tell me one of us nailed it correctly Mitch 
you kind of nailed it in that it did turn out to be 1983. Damn. That's when this fresh wow. buttermilk biscuits spot was from, featuring Thomas F. Wilson of Back wow. to the Future in his first acting role. Wow. Oh. So there you go. I wish that you could have seen it. real that- downer now that we know we didn't get to see it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, Wags. Damn. Damn. Uh, he played a construction worker, and this is the, this was the this commercial introduced biscuits to the U.S. So his quote is basically, "Without me, there wouldn't be biscuits at Kentucky Fried Chicken." You're welcome. Stop it! We're already sad we didn't get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. This next maybe, one, maybe we'll see the next one. Let's see. I love this it. next one is from KFC Australia. Oh, All right. I like KFC's original recipe. I like the crunch. Mix or match any size pack of KFC. Any combination of new, tasty, crispy, or original recipe. Any size pack, any quantity, any which way you like it. Jesus. The sound of the falling chicken was going to drive me insane. Bizarre sound design. <laughs> Not at all what Dear you think Lord. a falling piece of chicken would sound like. And the eyes of people who have recently <laughs> done meth. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of intensity. Now, this this to me, I don't, I'm not sure who's, am I, is, who's going first, me or this Christy? Is, Christy? Christy, you're first. Okay. Oh, this round. Um, oh, I'm going to go 1993. 93? That's, that's a great guess. 83. Mitchell, no, what do you 90, say? 1993. She, she oh, 93. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. 93. So in my head, I was like, maybe this is 88. The one I guessed last time, I, I said 88, but maybe this is 88. But then I'm also like, Australia is probably a couple years behind us. So maybe this is like 2019. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I'm going to go with 19... 19- 90, 1990, exactly. 1990, on the dot. On the dot. Lauren, what do you think? I think this was pre-Kurt Cobain, everybody. I think this was... Wow. <laughs> I feel like people were still joyful then. It was before the grunge movement. I think... Um, ooh, did you say 1990? Yep. I'm going to say 91. I'm going to be that. Wow. I'm going to be that person. <sighs> 1991 like is Lauren's guess, and the closest that came out in 1992. Oh. So Lauren, you wow. get a single point for that oh, one. Oh no! I, I was going to say 92. win, but I hate to see me lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, let, let's play the next ad. Yes. Damn. As we're waiting for this to load up, what are you, I want to know? What your guys' favorite cocktails are? What are some of your favorite cocktails? Um, because you got a pod that talks about cocktails. We do. Yeah. And crime, but we we do. We, we experimented with some, some stuff, uh, around Christmas time that got real messy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But what came out of it was we came up with a couple of recipes that, that have become real favorites for us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was the one where it was so much alcohol that halfway through the show, I took my pants off. (laughs) And then I literally don't remember recording the rest of the episode. <laughs> like, I listened to it back and was like, damn, yeah, I don't remember any of that. Oh, wow. man. 
I we love can it. send you that recipe if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's booze on booze in that one. It was it was Ooh. it was hard to take down. Well, yeah. it was easy to take down, I guess. It took me down. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like what's a what's it maybe approximating of existent drinks? Existing drinks. Um, well, th- that was like a slush drink, right? That was okay. the one. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, cause we were trying, we had a made a joke in an earlier episode where Christy referred to herself as having the nickname, uh, dirty Slurpee, uh, <laughs> meaning just like a, like a Slurpee that had a little booze in it. So then right. we came, she came up with a recipe for an actual dirty Slurpee. Um, but it was, a it was a lot. We both made it individually. Uh, and it was like blue curacao and mm. rum and vodka and it was and it prosecco was and prosecco like it was yeah. mostly alcohol there was not a yes. lot of uh, <laughs> non-alcohol <laughs> ingredients in there so it packed wow. a punch yeah. i'll say that it, it packed a punch didn't, you didn't really like it because it was so like you didn't really like the slurpee sort of factor whereas yeah. slurpee as we've already pointed out is where i live so yeah. i was like give me that and <laughs> i i it was bad it was really bad <laughs> It was, it was bad. She yeah. says bad. I yeah. say amazing. I, 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 I would definitely, I would definitely love the recipe for. I feel like I, I eventually will just end up in in my underwear if I'm drinking heavily anyway. I, that that will eventually happen to me. But a guarantee would be great. I would love to. I would love it so that I don't wake up in my jeans. So I would love to have that recipe. But some of the ones I've had since I've been home, I had a ro- I made Royal Hawaiians. Oh, that's on, which is which uses Empress Gin, Empress nineteen oh eight Gin, which which uh, Drop King gifted me for the holidays. Wags, uh, I don't know if he gifted you that, Sue. So maybe I shouldn't have said it. Um, yeah, I didn't then, get anything. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I got I made some Mai Tais. Tim Kalpakis gave me the recipe for like the original Mai Tai. Wow, recipe, Ooh. and that's been fun to do. But as far as winter drinks go, I made a, a hot chocolate and horchata. Which I, which I, which I love hot and, and rum chata. Sorry, rum chata. Like, yeah. So it's like Ooh. it's like it is like horchata, but yeah, uh, hot chocolate and rum chata, and then classic hot cider with a uh, with bourbon in it, which was also Ooh, great. Ooh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That smells like it's, Christmas. Man, hot booze, I just can't do. I just that just wow. gets me. I think the the mixture of heat and alcohol, and it's, if there's caffeine in there, like an Irish coffee or something, that just com- makes oh, me will, feel like yeah, I'm losing make- my mind. That'll make you go crazy. Yeah. All right. Sorry for the detour. Let's get back to the game. I love it. Let's play this next ad. We start with good fresh chicken. Oh, man. Like we know we should. Eleven herbs and spices make a finger licking good. We don't please roll or chop it. It's chicken. Nothing more. That's a real good reason why smart folks come here more. It's so nice. Nice to feel. A lot of visual cues there, anchoring that one in a previous era, an earlier time, but how early? And also, we should mention that you can't hear it, but you see uh, the colonel himself the is colonel in himself. that is in that commercial, the actual Which, colonel. That is the actual colonel? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, no, that's not, yeah. that's not a, that's not, you know, like um, Thomas Hayden Church in makeup or whatever they're doing <laughs> these days. Wow. You couldn't tell by his sweet dance moves that that wasn't a legit <laughs> eight-year-old man. <laughs> For those who are not watching it, it's a very quick, kind of startling. It's almost like in in uh, in signs when you see the alien. It's kind of like yeah. the colonel walks by quickly in the background. It's yeah. like, it's like a, the that for that era's Stan Lee cameo in a Marvel movie. Yeah, that's the actual colonel. I feel like it's I, actual I, colonel. 
This is like the most like a uh, celebrity shock I think I've ever had <laughs> seeing the cur- actual Colonel in a video. I feel like I've never seen him before. Um, anyway, right, your first Colonel is alive. So this is seventies in my mind. It's sometime in the seventies, of course. Um, but when in the seventies is it? I feel like going too early like you're like it looked too fresh and clean to me to be like mm. super early 70s right and like we've even watched some of these we've watched like er, like er, like late 70s commercials and they don't look usually that good i'm gonna go 19 hmm you know what the bicentennial 1976 for a second, it felt like you were trying to see if I knew when it was. <laughs> like you were quizzing me on the bicentennial. Maybe I was. <laughs> 1976 Not, is your 1976. guess. 1976. I feel like that's probably going to be too early. I wanted to say 77 or 78, but 76. Se- 1976 is Mitch's guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren, it's your turn. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bold, and I'm going to go further back. I'm going to go 74. Wow. 74. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Christy, what do you think? Oh, God. I mean, the second that I saw his face, I was like, well, great. Now I know what year it wasn't because I know when he died. So oh, I'm like, wow. I know it had to be wow. before that because he died in 1980. I don't know if we've discussed that already, but no. I was like, oh, okay, then it has to be before that. So I I thought I had a little leg up on the competition, no pun intended. Uh, chicken leg, <laughs> yeah. So then, but now I'm like, ah. God, I've got nothing. I do love that their campaign was like smart people get <laughs> yeah. KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Felt, that felt really bold. It, well, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know what? I'm probably going to regret this, but I'm just going to go for a solid 78. Wow. You're not going to regret it because you got it on the dot. Wow. Two yes. points for Christy. Wow. Marine. Thank you Art for that. Marine rules. 78. Yeah. 78 was my original thought. God damn it. He wow. did look like he was on the way out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I'm like, yeah, that's within two years of his death. Yeah. I don't know what my problem is. The research pays off. The research <laughs> yeah. pays off. I think a, a big hint is a mortician at one point does measure him mid-commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they just put him in a chicken bucket and moved on with it. <laughs> damn. I was going to say 78. I'm so mad at myself. That I'm bicentennial thing. <laughs> wow. Fucked up big. Wow. All right. We've got two more. Christy has two. Lauren has one. Mitch has yet to get on the board. Let's play the next one, Emma. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Why do we work so hard to make original recipe chicken so special? Because you've got a right to chicken done right. The taste that says with just one bite. It's the one and only Kentucky Fried Chicken. You got a right to chicken done right. It's pressure cooked the Colonel's way and served with fresh buttermilk biscuits. Original. The Kentucky Fried Chicken. We do chicken right. We used to have much lower standards for what was acceptable <laughs> lip syncing. <laughs> yes, that's that is wild. Yeah. Oh wow. Though adorable, oh, wow. those two actors are adorable. I think I, I think I fall sure. in love with both of them. Um, I, uh, th- this, this, I, I have an idea for this one, but I'm not first, so I don't know why no, I'm this, getting into it right now. It's, it's a uh, Lauren. I believe it's your turn. 
Okay, first of all, I love Bizarro young Kevin Bacon in there. I feel like <laughs> yeah, he maybe was, but it's not. It, it looks like they definitely went out for the same parts, and that guy hates him to this day. Because um, Bacon, I can see that. you know what I mean? Bacon really beat him out long term. Um, it feels also, I just have to very quickly say, it just feels like such an American commercial, the fact that it's like, it's your right. To, like, it's, like, yeah. it's my yeah. right to have fried chicken is just such a funny American concept I love. Um, I'm going to say, oh man, I'm going to say, oh, I'm like, do you go the other way? 72. I don't know. Wow. 72. Wow. <laughs> I've lost wow. it. I've lost it. I, I got to say I, that. Blew my mind. I I, I thought I, I was going to go 80s, and then I was like, but what if it's maybe – I, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. But if, <laughs> but if we both go over, you get the point. There you go. So maybe it's, a, it's the long game you're playing here. This is – see, this is, this is a little advantage I have is that our podcast goes so fucking long that our guests start falling asleep, and I start <laughs> winning the games. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Like it's time to put her to bed. She's she's yeah. she's she's stabbing in the dark. Oh boy. I feel I'm like not- if you polled most Americans on if they'd like to replace like the right to trial by jury with the right to fried chicken, that it would be like 80-20. Yes. <laughs> like winning a landslide. I think in my mind I was like, this is post-Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> I've written a story that makes no sense. No sense. So anyway. He, so he just got you. home from fighting and he's going to, yep. for everyone's right to have fried yep. chicken. That's what he fought for. Then that's why there's the on. little like the little ribbon of honor. Again, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Nana out. <laughs> he spit on me for this. Uh, all right, Christy, what's your guess? What year did this ad come out in? See, now I was going to say higher, but then when she goes that low, then I'm like, well, when she goes low, I go low. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not the right way. Um, You know what? I was going to say maybe like 83. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to lock in 81. 81. 1981. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, Spoon Man. The guy in the sweater, he looks like someone who was like in a frat and then like hazed someone and they died or something, made someone drink too much. And then she was there. She was in a sorority, and she was there with him. The 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 woman in the commercial, and they like watched this this guy, this freshman die. Totally. Yeah, and and that it feels like light that, on the witness stand. Yeah, it's haunting it, them to their graves. It feels like it feels like that sort of America is starting to take over in the commercial, which is sadly right. the America that like kind of is where we're like it, like that's the start of the bad place we're in now, basically. But they both become red state governors. Yes. Yeah. She she currently doesn't believe in coronavirus. <laughs> I am going to say 19, the year of my birth, and I'm sorry to do this, Christy, 1982. 1982, mm-hmm. the year of Mitch's birth, mm-hmm. is the closest to the actual year 1984. So Mitch, wow. you get a single point. We have one left. This will determine the winner. Christy has two points. Mitch has one point. Lauren has one point. Let's play this final ad. If so, if oh a Toyota, okay. Little hint beforehand. When the Colonel starts a cooking, Today's KFC 
Wow. Just a bizarre scenario to just have a dance party where everyone's eating fried chicken. Yeah, there was a guy dancing and eating a uh, like a cob of corn, a corn cob. Yeah. And just really strange. strange. Messy. I think that's officially birthday chicken, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Everyone's dancing around. That is that's Uh, that is a birthday chicken moment right there. Yeah. And I got to say, I got to say this. Lauren just made a good point of pre Cobain, which that very much feels like maybe pre Cobain. I shouldn't have said it, but but I feel like that is a world before we got a little dark. Maybe that will be some sort of a guide to Christie's thinking. Christy, what year do you think this came out in? I'm torn. Oh, it's probably going to be a lot later than I'm thinking. But you know what? I'm going to go 91. 1991. Yeah. Mitch, what do you think? I think that, I think it it is maybe pre, but I also feel like it's like, was came out and was like, oh no, man, it does have like that weird early 90s focus. I want to say 94 and go a little later, but I think I'm going to go 92. 1992. Year of the Dream Team. The that, that feels like it could be right. I mean, it feels it feels less dark. It feels kind of corny, and it got some eighties corny cheesiness to it. But I, I don't know. All right, Lauren. 1991, 1992 are the guesses on the board. What do you think? Nineteen sixty four. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's made a ter- I made a terrible guess in one round. <laughs> that will haunt me. Um, you know, uh, I know I talked about a pre Cobain world before, and I still believe that. But then I'm like, was this a response? Like, was this later? Was this like a trying to look yeah. back to a pre Cobain world in a nostalgic or, or- manner? Or it could just be completely out of touch, like a lot of commercials are. Also possible. Also yeah. possible. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 94. Wow. Wow. 1994. Oof. Wow. One of you got it on the dot. Wow. And we'll get two points, and we'll win. That person is the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, wow. 1992. Wow. Wow. How about that? That's no fun when I win. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, we all agree. No one's happy. Yeah. No one's happy, especially me. I'm pissed. No, it was a well-fought battle. It was a well-fought battle. Yeah. It was a come from behind win. Um, and uh I'm not proud of it because uh I've had a lot, but you know what? I had such a good time with you guys as guests and during the game. Oh. Well, there you go. And also, we have to do a stupid question still. Yeah, we we also still have a question. (laughs) Sorry. You know what's what's sad is that if I could go back in time, I would like just want to try old fast food. Like, I would want to, I want to eat it. Like, I would love to eat a KFC back in like the 80s and just see how it tasted. And then if people would be like, warn us about the future, I'd be like, I don't really know that much. I would have to just be like, (laughs) everyone be on alert on September 11th. That's like all I could give people. Do you have a yeah. year? <laughs> Maybe warn them about COVID. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that you just you you plan on going back and like fully like kicking the door in like so I'm from the future. <laughs> won't tell you anything <laughs> instead of just like going there quietly and like eating your meal and just being like I dress differently. It's fine. <laughs> you know I like that you want to be so open about it. No, yeah. no, I'm going to be like, I'm from the future. Give me free meals. And I don't know. I can't help you out in any way. That's basically what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. 
just like a restaurant without your feedback, let's open up the feedback. Today, we have a question from at Shelby7 in our email. Uh, hey, Doughboys, I love the podcast. I was listening to an episode where you mentioned the Tonga Room in San Francisco, and it wow. brought back many good memories. I went to the Tonga Room when I visited San Francisco for a psychology conference. I love the kitschy tiki vibes, but could not believe how expensive the drinks were. I was visiting from Canada, and the exchange rate is ridiculous. Mm. Mm. I have never done this before, but I decided to steal the cute tiki glass. Wow. I felt the price of the cocktail warranted. I no. then convinced all my friends to take their glasses too. No. Have you ever stolen something from a restaurant? I've attached a picture of me having the best time ever at the Tonga Room with my infamous stolen glass. So we have a smoking gun photograph I will share with you guys. Yes. Guess what? Uh, that Shelby has sent in. Shelby, we forwarded this picture to the authorities. Yes. Interpol is en route. <laughs> You're going to the Hague. <laughs> wow. Wow. She stole the glass. Hmm. I mean, the drinks are expensive at Tonga Room. So yes. what, what is her question? Will you forgive me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not priests. Um <laughs> The the question is: Have you ever stolen well, anything from a restaurant? Mm. All right. Um, no, I am a dork like that, and that I don't think I've ever. I remember the first time I stole something was I was in elementary school, and kids were telling me how you like steal stuff, and I and I stole a Snickers bar mm. from um, Dairy Mart, and I it was and it was snowy. I remember I got up to my hill, and I remember I laid in the snow, and I looked up at the sky, and was like, "What have I done?" And uh, and so. I've never really like I've I've never really like stolen things like that when it comes to things like that that I can remember. I mean like I'm yeah. sure that it maybe happened once or twice when I was younger like a teenager or something. Maybe I took like a thing once or twice, but mostly I'm a scared coward as we know and I play by the rules a lot of the time. So I I've not really stolen anything. No. Uh we went to uh, me and me and two friends when we were te- we were no good teens. Uh we went to Sizzler. And we got the uh, paid for it, but paid for one buffet for the three of us to share. And so we had one plate and we're kind of covertly like alternating mm. who was running to the buffet and who was filling it up. But then we each had one utensil to eat with. <laughs> so we didn't think to get more utensils. So I remember my friend Davin was eating with just the knife. It was like a completely the savings were not worth it because yeah. it was not fun. We were just tense the whole time. We were very nervous. That's how and then that, we when, I, when I when I would steal candy as because I stole a couple more times after that, even though I was so upset. It just was so nerve wracking that I never yes. like wanted to steal anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, and especially like I don't know, like a cup or something. Like maybe sometimes I would take a cup. It was like, can you take this? More so that sort of thing. But also, I don't know. You could get people in trouble too. I mean, that I don't care about the corporations as much as I fear some sort of trouble or getting someone in trouble or myself in trouble. Right, um, Lauren, Christy, you guys ever stolen anything from a restaurant? Have we? Oh, she's hiding. <laughs> <laughs> she just started to slink down. I was like, "What have I forgotten about?" Um, well, first of all, I mean. I'm going to say, as far as I know, only twice. I mean, Lauren and I have, uh, we, we bought the cup. We went to, uh, what's that place at Disney? Um, that tropical place. What's that called? The Blue Bayou? The, we did go uh, to the, the Blue Bayou, Room? but we went to the, the Rainforest one. Rain oh, the Rainforest Cafe? Cafe. We yes. went to the Rainforest oh, yes. Cafe, which is no longer yeah. there now, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we did, we did pay for that glass. We did. So it's not like I don't pay for things. 
Um, but like <laughs> there was a time, um, and this one I blame my husband for, we were in Cuba, I believe, and we were having these drinks and they were these beautiful little glasses with like a Club Havana or something logo on it. And he was like, just just put it in your bag. And I was like, no. And I was terrified. I was like, I cannot cross the border with something in my, I'm like, I just can't do it. Next wow. thing I know, I finish my drink. He's like gently wiping it on the inside with a napkin, slowly putting it in my purse. So wow. to this day, we have uh, two Club Havana cups in our uh, cupboard. And then one time I was an accomplice to my oldest son, Stealing a plate from Boston Pizza. Wow. wow. I, in my defense. That's an act against the city of Boston, and I won't stand for <laughs> it. In my defense, I was trying to get him some, some street cred with his friends. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wow. Not the way to go about no. it. No. But it cool was like we were, we were on a, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Uh, we were on like an out of town trip for his football team and they were all sitting there together having pizza. And he was making the joke of like, Oh, what if he put his plate in the box of the pizza that we're going to take? And then I just walked over and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, Oh, huh, nothing. And he puts the plate to the side and I just went, open the box. So I became my husband in that moment of put it in your bag. I just went, open the box. And he wow. was like, what? And I was like, just open the box. And I just like shoved a pizza over. And then I was like, put the plate in. And he's like, Really? And I was like, just shut up and do it. We never do this again. And he was like, okay. And he walked out and him and his friends were like high-fiving in the parking lot. And they were just like, oh, I can't believe you did this. He was like 13. He was on top of the world. Wow. And so wow. I'm like, you know what? I had a I had a really weird experience in a Boston pizza once. So I feel like Boston pizza and I are now even. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame Boston Pizza for what happened in the weird moment. I blame the man who serenaded me with Avril Lavigne's skater boy. That's oh bizarre. My man. Mm. Yeah. On a date. Who does that? Too yeah. much. Oh, Classic Canadian Lord. courting ritual. It really is. Right. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. 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 Uh, quickly, I'm not a stealer. Uh, just well, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one story uh, a, a friend of mine and I were in Hawaii at a luau and they had very tiki glasses much like uh, the dear listener story and my friend was like let's take these glasses and I was like I was sober I was the DD that night and I was like I'm not doing this guys come on no anyway she ended up stealing two of these glasses I believe but we all got horrific food poisoning that night and wow. into the next day. So I was okay with it in the end. I was okay that she stole in the end. I feel that they owed it to us because of our own health. Wow. <laughs> that was payment enough. This was, right. this was in Disney? No, that was in Hawaii. Oh, in Hawaii. Sorry. Yeah. God, I confuse the two yeah. sometimes. Um, Lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that could be the that could be some karma, some yeah. the karma gods in, in Hawaii getting, getting you guys. But, you know what? I never thought about it that way, but you're dead right. You're dead right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And Mitch, we now have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash doughboyspodcast. Uh, mm -hmm. We've done one stream at this point. We'll be doing some more streams in the future. So look for that. Yeah. Lord I'm just going to say that our we're about to take a nosedive when people actually see us on camera because we have a quick stream. <laughs> <laughs> 
real faces for podcasting we got. Um, Lauren Ash, Christy Oxborough, what a delight. This was so fun. True yeah. Crime and Cocktails is the podcast. Uh, tell us about the show and anything else you'd like to plug. Yeah, listen, we we talk about our first season. We talked about all of the new Unsolved Mysteries cases that were covered in the Netflix new series of Unsolved Mysteries. And then season two, which we're in now, is a famous fatalities edition. So we're talking about all kinds of famous unsolved cases. The Jean Benet Ramseys, the Brittany Murphys, those kinds of stories is what we uh, we deep dive into. Christy is an unbelievable researcher, which I think she's proven here today. She knew when Colonel Sanders 100%. died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a lot of fun. We have a couple drinks. We, we record late at night in our pajamas, a little bit buzzed. And uh, it's a true crime slumber party. So we invite, invite everybody to come and join us and, and have a laugh. You can find us on, on uh, Instagram, at True Crime and Cocktails, Facebook at True Crime and Cocktails, Twitter at Not Detectives, and we also recently started a Patreon, which you can find at True Crime and Cocktails as well. For like, uh, you know, if you want even more of these two yahoos, uh, you can find it there. Check those out. And also, I just want to say that Wags also is a little buzzed, and it's the daytime right now. It's uh, <laughs> 1 p.m. his time. We are a strong believer in time of day no longer matters. Nope. Yeah. Yes. No, you're point. not alone. You're not alone. And that to me, it's not the time. It's, you know, it's it's who you're with. Now, Lauren, I have one. I have a, an important question before we go that I think this was on everyone's mind this entire time. Was that lobster bisque at Disney that was delivered late at night? Was it really good? It was delicious. I'd find delicious. It. it came from Steakhouse 55, which is a restaurant at the Disneyland Hotel, which is really, really good. Like it's it's up there. And uh it was it was out of this world. Delicious. I had to get that off my chest. I needed to know before of we course. ended the episode. Of course. <laughs> it's been burning a hole in you for 80 minutes. <laughs> full circle, man. We full Did circle. You know, we were reviewing yeah. KFC and I was like, my lobster bisque. I mean, my chicken was great. <laughs> I love soup. <sighs> Thank Who you, Lord. It? Thank you, Christy. And that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, the Tournament of Champions begins. We kick off Munch Madness 2021 with a bracket announcement ceremony plus two eat-in matches featuring the commissioner himself, Evan Susser. Don't miss a minute of the action. Get all of Munch Madness at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.